The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. What a time to be alive. What a time to be a Buffalo Bills fan, man. You guys remember a couple of weeks ago, we're sitting here, 6-6, six and six, the whole world's falling down. And here we are, AFC's champs. AFC's champs. Homer Simpson, he's not in the corner, but you remember what he said. You remember what he told this podcast, and he told everybody out there. The Bills were going to win the AFC East. Homer and the Simpsons are never wrong. We'll come back to that. And, and On the reels. I'll tell you what, man. It doesn't have to be pretty. Just find a way to get it done. And they go in and they get it done. Big win. Big win. Back to back to back to back. AFC's chance. My hoodie's on the way. My hoodie is on the way and I can't wait. I pre-ordered it. You better know I was in bed. I had to wall it out. Olivia's like, what are you doing? Pre-ordered my AFC's champions hoodie. What do you think I'm doing? What do you think this is? Gotta get me one of those. I'll tell you what. Like, They're starting to add up. They're starting to add up. I got hats, hoodies. I love it, but I'm tired of those hats and hoodies. You know what? I, you know what I really want? It's kind of I can. It's almost right by John's shoulder. Um, I want a Lombardi Trophy. I want a Lombardi Trophy. I'm gonna bring this in now so you can show it off. Although I'm not the commissioner of the league because he took another week off, but I would like to present you gentlemen, uh, rookies. Rookies. Literally rookies. <laughs> rookies. First year, really, your rookies, your first year in the league. Let's go. And, and here you go. You Thank get you. Get the trophy. And, and look, this week. Quality sticker. You see what that has on it? <laughs> Bill's a holic pod. Look at that, man. Look that's at that. Great. Look at that etched right on the side. That's great. That, that's that's coming back. Beat everybody, man. Hey. All you the, can't. Everybody thought you couldn't do it. I remember sitting on the stage, and you know, <laughs> Travis, like I said, came out with one of the, the <laughs> might might have been one of the cringiest little clapbacks that I've ever heard. Um, we're picking number one because we are going to finish number one. <laughs> I would have, if you'd have told me walking out that we were going to finish number one after that sentence that he that that little phrase he hit, hey. I, I would have probably told you we we're finishing last. Here we are, number one. Ho- hopefully the Bills go ahead and grab one of these, man. Hopefully the. We're this we're John, close. John, you can get a picture of me with the with the Lombardi. No, Travis, Sorry. you get a picture of me with the Lombardi. <laughs> I think. There we go. And we got the emerge in the background. Hey man, shout out. Like pictures all over the. Like, you know, like all those, you know, those iconic images of guys who, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they recreated the oh, ones. Man. So you got to, you can do a couple of those if you, you know, like, because it should be like, you know, like the way they do it in the, you know, the real world. You should be able to take the trophy with you home. You can go to, like, the hurricane deck. You can, you know, like. Right. You know. We're supposed to have, we're supposed to have a whole parade <laughs> lined up for this. Can you somehow get that to Hawaii? <laughs> somehow get this to Hawaii. Yeah. Well, if you could make that happen, me- that'd be pretty sick. Let me ask if the Bills somehow go on the run and they and they do do what exactly all what all of us want them to do, right? I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to be the guy to, to jinx that. I think we should find a way. <laughs> like the Bills have found a way, we should find a way for this to make it to Hawaii with me. Okay. That would be pretty, pretty funny. And Olivia yeah. would be like, "What the hell is that going through TSA? <laughs> what the hell is that?" No 
I'll be like, come on. Come on, you know what this is. You know what this is. Can we also rent a few boats and go out in the canal? Is <laughs> <laughs> it what the Bucks did a few years ago? Yeah, and I'll, hit, I'll, <laughs> and I'll go to throw it to you, and you'll catch it because they didn't drop it. Um, no, but shout out, man. I mean, it was a, it was definitely it was a super fun fun league. Um, it's I mean, we started off real hot and then kind of slowed down and then you know did exactly. Big Yak almost came up on us. I was gonna say and did exactly what we actually they did. We had they planned. took the first overall. They did. They did. They took the first. Seed. It's okay. It's okay. Then we won the um, no, but super fun. You I said mean, you you won out of the second seed. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Oh. Oh. That went through one year and off. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> not often without here. Are your ears okay over there, Maranto? <laughs> I won. We won with the second seed. Is it still doing it? Is it? Was that me? Is it still doing it? I just want to make sure. Oh, okay. Okay. What happened? Hit us with another whoa. 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 Oh. That makes more sense. I thought I thought maybe it, like the audio messed up and like I just was like, "Oh my gosh, it's poor ears over there." <laughs> um Yeah, let's go back all the way to week 1 when we couldn't hear. Time out. Time out. What did What did he say? Second <laughs> second seed? seed. Winning the championship? Does that remind you of a team? It's ironic. Does that remind you of a team in the AFC? Second seed, home field advantage against the Steelers this week. Wouldn't that be quite a coincidence? Is it home field advantage anymore? Well, you got the fans, but I, I mean, I will say the other thing is, is Pittsburgh is right around the corner. Yeah, it's not. It's not like they those fans don't have exactly they a long drive. The good news is, is good luck with the weather. I mean, you got a little bit of a farther yeah. drive than we have. Um, Do you hear those rumors? Yeah, but they got debunked. And yeah, I'm sure it did, but it was just stupid. There was what state? Were they Detroit? No, they're saying Cleveland. Cleveland. And we were going to go play in Cleveland. Cleveland. Did you hear about that, John? How are you going to play in Cleveland? Exact. They're not home, are they? They're not. They play in Houston. No, they play uh, Houston. Houston won their division. So they were saying. Oh, okay. They were saying, and this got debunked by Sal Capaccio and Matthew Bovey. Yeah. I, um, it was just. Stupid they were rumors. saying that there was that both teams, their official, their team officials were told that they should prepare for the game potentially to get move to Cleveland in case the weather in case the weather is bad and New York State goes into a state of emergency or whatever Western New York and oh, yeah, yeah and Sal Capaccio that's, came I back I did see that yeah that's stupid yeah, yeah Sal Capaccio probably, you came probably back. scrolled right past it because it was stupid it was yeah stupid. it was stupid probably. Ben called me and I was all like I was all mad about work and Ben called me I was like did you hear about the game potentially getting moved I said dude it's not getting moved yeah no. in fact in fact I told him I was like I'm miserable right now I'm not talking about this <laughs> I'm not talking about the whole only thing I've been wor- looking forward to the whole entire week getting canceled. Um, no, but that got debunked. I was immediately like, was it, that I went right fraudulent. My phone. It was fraudulent. It was fraudulent. Not the only thing that we've talked about that's fraudulent on you this podcast. You know what else is fraudulent? The Dolphins. The Dolphins. You know, and, and, and why don't we talk about that Dolphins game a little bit? I mean, I was nervous. I was nervous going into it. Obviously, Tennessee helped us out a little bit before the game started with beating the Jaguars. Walking which, down the seventh. Can we also talk about fraudulent? The Jaguars, who became the first team by New York Unbelievable. State. Unbelievable. By New York Times to have a 99% chance yep. to make the playoffs at 8-3 and three and to blow it. Yep. Um, that's that's brutal. I don't feel bad for Jacksonville whatsoever. Um, you you quite literally deserve to not make the playoffs if you make if you, if you if you really mess that up. Yeah, you don't deserve to be in the show. Um, but, I mean, yeah, going in, obviously feeling a little bit better with, with knowing that you're in. But... I'm glad the boys were hungry still for for more because you could have very well just been like yeah you know what we're in but you know what the defense was the defense defense Allen man. was 
I'll tell you what. Nobody de- else showed up. Yeah, I would say the defense and Josh Allen. Um, hey, man. I mean, you can. my guy Khalil Shakir? Okay, yeah, Khalil Shakir. I will say. Say with me, Chris. No. Boise, Boise State. fucking State. Oh, oh yeah, I, for, I forgot. I forgot that's how we were saying it God on Sunday. Um, yeah, I will say that John's 100% right. I mean, the defense showed up, and, and they and they really, really showed up in a big way against the Dolphins. Dolphins, I'm going to say it again, fraudulent. Um, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny to see like two of fans and Dolphins fans all week, you know, talking about how they're going to beat the Bills, they're going to win the AFC East. I, was I even alive the last time they won the AFC East, man? Have they won the AFC East? And in, in, I was going to say, like, have they won it since the nineties? No. I mean, that's the, you know, you talk to a Dolphins fan, I, you you haven't won anything in the last thirty years. And then, of course, they clap back with, well, at least we have a Super Bowl. I think the last time they won the Super Bowl was Super Bowl seven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Super Bowl seven. Enjoy that one. You know, and obviously I grew up, you know, having to hear, see uh, friggin' Dan Marino in his ice toner gloves and oh, I was great and watch him throw away the ball to not get hit, you know. And, and, and for all they talk about Dan Marino, I find it hilarious because – I think he's – obviously he has a ton of records and he was a great quarterback and blah, blah, blah. But he really wouldn't do the things that a quarterback needed to do, like to stay in the pocket and take that hit because he was all worried about his stats and the longevity. Like he's – he let – in my mind watching that team, he got to that one Super Bowl, the Bears crushed him, and he never ever just like, you know what, I'm just going to make my money and, and worry about my looks and my astrotonic gloves. And that was his thing, Mr. Merchandise. So, like I was – I just – I love I love Dolphin fans because they, they just – Toronto Maple Leaf fans do the exact same freaking way. Like, yep. They talk about, like, like none of you are old enough to remember the last time the Maple Leafs won anything. Like, you know, and it, but, it, it, you know, Miami fans and Dolphin fans are, to me, I mean, and the Toronto Maple Leafs fans are the exact same cut. I like that. They I'm going to say one thing and I'll don't game. talk anymore. But watching that game, and I'm usually, oh, they blew it, they blew it, they blew it. There wasn't a moment in that game, even with those two turnovers, where I thought they were going to lose. Even when they were down. I'm like... Miami's not really doing that much. Buffalo's moving the ball. Absolutely. If they can just stop giving it away, they're going to mm, win this game. Absolutely. And then obviously the punt was the, the change of the game. But I, I don't know. I just thought Buffalo it looked like they always had them. Right. You know, that I was agree. my – that's all I got. I agree. Exactly. I mean, you set the tone on the first defensive drive with a pick with Christian Benford. Not that – I mean, that was practically a punt. I'm, you can't really judge two on that interception. It's sure no, can he sucks. He does suck, but but it, it, but throwing but throwing that ball and having the interceptions exactly like Josh Allen on fourth and two chucking the ball mm-hmm. into the end zone and I mean I I will say the Dolphins like yeah okay they had two interceptions and a fumble force on Josh Allen um, both the interceptions but are kind of funny. What they do with it? Well, both the interceptions are kind of funny because Josh throws the pick to Eli Apple in the end zone and if, if if Eli Apple if Eli Apple's smart he sits in the end zone right like he sits in the end zone they Typical get the ball to twenty he runs it out to the three. Uh, they do nothing. And then uh, De- Deshaun Elliott, is yeah. that the safety's name? You know, if he bats Gabe, the ball down, Gabe, if, uh, if, if he bats the ball down instead of getting an interception, the Dolphins get the ball at like, the 40-yard line instead they get it at the 20. Mm. It's just so funny to see the Dolphins just, like, he's so he, – I mean, Maranto's right. Like, okay, yeah, they made a couple plays here and there, but it just never felt like they ever really had control of the game. I mean, obviously in the fourth with that punt return from Deontay Hardy, that really sets – that really sets the tone, and things really start to change. Uh, oh, be careful there. with that. I know. i got to be careful make sure it doesn't. Buffalo doesn't have one of those. Well, Buffalo has one now, thankful to us. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it was it, it, it was a great defensive game. I, I'm not going to sit here and judge Josh for the two interceptions. The first one, okay, yeah, whatever. I will. 
I will about that one. Not the second one. I'll judge him on that one, too. <laughs> Did you watch the play on the All-22? I haven't checked out All-22 oh, yet. my bad, dude. My bad. I thought we were all on that. He came to argue. Am I, the only one that, am I the only one that does watch um, All-22 here? I don't watch All-22. They had a pick play on the right side. Oh, I heard about this. With Sherfield and Kincaid. Yeah. It, I mean, I could have made the throw. Sure. Joe Brady, Joe Brady did talk about this earlier in the week. I mean, it was so open, yeah. and he just Allen comes off so, of it, has to leave the pocket. I mean, I get it. You know, you got to throw the ball somewhere, but yeah, Joe Brady did touch. It's a on first that. down. Um, he he did say the same thing. He's like, yeah, okay. The the I did, his first read was supposed to be Shakir, and, and and then obviously he gets off that and throws throws the interception. Um, I found it like interesting like i don't even know why like it does suck like josh come on just i understand you want you want like you want to be the guy to play the make the play and be the hero be the hero really in a situation like that but being a hero on that play maybe is just throwing it to Khalil secure uh, on the outside well I, I had an issue all game he was just uh, the pocket was there but he ha- i feel like he just he leaves the pocket way too quick which in some games, like this game, I mean, he's rushing all over the place. Other games, like uh, kind of like the Philly game almost. I know he, had, he did decent rushing, but like when the pocket's set, you, you got to stay. Right. That's my only issue with it. Right. It, even on um, and then like the first pick, I, that play is dead. The play is dead. Throw it away. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, like, I, I, I have issues with the two picks. I have a big issue with the fumble too, but yeah. Well, I, I it is what oh, it is. You heard Chris. Oh man! If you talk to Chris, oh boy, they all heard me. Oh boy, oh boy, yeah. I mean, Travis. So we're all sitting there. It's quiet, right? Josh snaps the ball. He steps up in the pocket. You know, the ball gets, gets stripped by uh, Kristen Wilkins. And I kid you not, the place was silent, and Travis just lost his shit. And Go down. He was so loud. Take the loud. fucking field goal. He was so loud that the whole room was like, if you could feel it, like the tension. And I, I looked at Captain, and I was like, you want to go outside, buddy? <laughs> and I even stepped outside for a minute because I was like, oh, And then you man, got Ben to the next to me. He's like, well, what do you want him to do? I, it not play Take the three ball. points. Yeah. <laughs> go I, down. I'm 100% with you there. That That, that is – for as much like, – like, say that game goes different. Say we lose – By three? Whatever. By <laughs> two. Say we lose that game. We're sitting here thinking – Or by two? Man. Three three turnovers again. Like, what is he doing? But it's not. He accounted for over 400 yards of total offense. So, right. you live with it. Well, exactly. it's not often that you can have a quarterback. I think the only quarterback in the NFL that can get away with what I'm about to say is Josh Allen. But it's not often that your quarterback can put you in the position that to likely lose the game and then to be the reason that you pretty much win the game. There's, yeah. it, I, I can't think of another quarterback that, that does that where he's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to put the put the game in harm's way, and then he's like, you know what, no, no, in the fourth quarter I'm going to be that guy that wins us this football game. Josh accounted for 400 yards of offense. Insane. Uh, the turnovers, obviously, you've you got to be a little bit concerned going into the playoffs because you're going to start playing teams that you can't turn the ball over three times against. I'm just looking forward to Pittsburgh. You turn the ball over, they'll, I mean, that, that's – their game they want you to turn the ball over they want you to kick field goals like right i mean this is a team that i mean offensively i could be completely wrong here maybe they come out and no i mean they haven't all season they would suck if they do against a really good bills defense but this is not a team that that's gonna hang three touchdowns on your head and i mean i would be shocked if they have more than two touchdowns in this game i i would i would say comfortably maybe the line should be a one and a half and i'd take the under for touchdowns total by hmm. the steelers unless it was a defensive touchdown 
and maybe yeah. maybe I could see another touchdown being put up on the board. I just don't see the offense for the Steelers really really doing they've, much. Of they've anything. been better ever since the offensive coordinator. Changed. Not even ever since Mason Rudolph, because apparently he's the best quarterback in that room. I'll I, totally I take Mason Rudolph on Sunday, man. But yeah. I mean, we'll obviously get to that and we'll break that down here in a little bit. But I mean, it's it's. <laughs> All right, Ben's clapping back. You're stupid. Josh will not just drop down and kick a field goal. That ain't his mentality, little bro. You know Josh will do whatever it takes to score seven. Okay. 100%. Hey, that's your doing. The cam- I know the camera's on me right now, but that's that's Travis's doing. That's his. That's his. My bad, that's their, that's their battles over there, man. That, that, I mean, he's not wrong. Shout out to Ben. He's not wrong. Shout out to Ben for watching the podcast. Shout out, thank it, you ben. for finally watching the podcast. He he would like to be on next. I'm just week messing with you, big guy. Stop looking so down. Stop looking so down. I felt bad for Ben, man. I gave him, I gave him some hell this this afternoon when he called me about the about the game. I love Ben. I felt bad. Pittsburgh stinks. <laughs> Pittsburgh stinks. They fucking stink. They're like one in ten without T.J. Watt. They stink. <laughs> Poor guy. You know, he would have been on the podcast tonight. Oh, he's still going. You don't beat the Dolphins with three points. Well, you sure fucking could have. You could have beat him by 10. Instead, you beat him by seven. Should have beat him by 28. All right, anyway. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, Tink, he's tuning in, making his presence known. Uh, 2008 was the last time Miami won the division. Oh, hey, Tank, by the way. And he said congrats to the Emerge Bar. I was going to say, Tank, do you see this sh- sitting right uh, oh, he said me it. and Travis here? I hearted it. He congratulated us. Thank you, Tank. 2008. Tell Johnny. Their quarterback. He told you each. Was their quarterback Chad Pennington? I, I don't care. No, that, that's the Jets. <laughs> Is that the Jets? It would be the Jets. Or did Pennington have a little run for Miami, too? I feel like Pennington had a little run for I both him teams. In Detroit for whatever reason. I feel like he, I feel like he had a run for both teams. If I'm not mistaken, oh. that would have been, you know, Chad Pennington. My who's the man? No, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> first, for first, first guy, first guy to go with a player that didn't play for the Bills. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I can't be more. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. We said it at the end of the last podcast. Hopefully, we're going to be sitting here one in the playoffs. Right. Two AFC's champions. Um, I was nervous about both things just because that's how I am. I mean, it's kind of funny. We were talking about this at work. Um, I got a buddy that I'm really close with that I'd love to have on the podcast at some point that um, he we have the same mentality. It's you wake up in the beginning of the week, you listen to 550, right, on the way into work, and you kind of get yourself psyched out for the game. You're like, yeah, we're going to kick we're gonna kick the Dolphins' ass. Then the middle of the week for me sets in. It's like I start, like, watching, like, the HBO series where – you you uh the hard knocks in season hard knocks and i'm watching it and i'm like ah oh, shit they might whoop our ass did you watch like, just last night i did um, what, what's that i got you one second. um it's fun okay, i'll get to that in a second um the one thing that i think is like just the most roller coaster that a guy like me rides during the week um i'd say right now I, it might be different for the steelers i think the whole entire week for me with the steelers is we're just gonna kick, we're their, just gonna ass. kick their yeah um but I could be completely wrong. Who knows? I got us winning by at least three touchdowns. I, I just don't know if we're going to score three touchdowns because of the weather, man. I'm nervous about that. That's the one thing that makes me nervous hey, is like the Ben's weather. Hey, like Ben said, Josh will find a way to score game. seven. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Josh might be the only quarterback that can throw in this weather. Uh, maybe Patrick Mahomes with his arm could throw in this weather. All but right, Nick Wright. <laughs> <laughs> 
You really just called me Nick, right? That's yeah. That's crazy. Yikes. No, I'm playing. That's crazy. Wow. I've been listening to him a lot this week and him trashing on the Bills. I, it pissed Good. me off. You couldn't pay me to listen to that squeaky ass, ugly ass. I voice. only really listen to First Things First because of Chris Broussard. I'm a big brew guy. I like Broussard. He stinks too. Everyone stinks. All right. <laughs> so, um, how is that series so far? So the series is great. I, I will say there's not a lot of shows that I watch that are one actively going right now where I come out and watch the, the episode that comes out the next day. Um, but I have a time cut out in my schedule. Like my 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 Wednesday consists of me waking up, letting the dog out making myself some breakfast, sitting down on my couch, and turning on the HBO Max series and watching it. Like That's never been a thing for me, but it is now a thing. And I will say I love that show. It's so awesome to watch, like, the coaching staff and, like, the like the, the training staff and stuff like that. And, and, like, even as far as they even show, they talk about, like, some of the security guys and stuff like that. Dude, it's, like, it just gets so in-depth. And then it breaks down, like, the weekly practices and the game film and stuff like that. And it was funny because – they really didn't show as much about the Bills and Dolphins game as I'd hoped. Obviously, they obviously they don't want to. I I saw that little clip of um, McDaniel um, talking with them in the big conference room. Uh, it was like a little sneak peek of the hard knocks, but that's about it. Yeah, I I so they normally they'll show multiple. Like so, you'll see like the beginning of the week, which I believe that the the clip was the beginning of the week. But they also do the end of the week too. Like they'll show like the first practice. So Monday when they're back in the room whether it's a practice or it's film or something like that, when they're back in the room with each other, they'll show Mike McDaniel having a conversation, and he had his conversation about, um, like, playing the Chiefs and stuff like that and going into Arrowhead. But it was funny because in the beginning, hearing them talk about, oh, you know what, it's right in front of you. Everything we wanted all season's right in front of you. Motherfucker, that thing, that was that should have been over. Yeah, That should have been over. You should have had the AFCs two weeks ago. Talking about it's right in front of you. I mean, all he had to do was beat the Titans. I like Mike. Mc, I like Mike McDaniel because I think he's just a funny guy. I will say he used to piss me off, but now after watching this series, he doesn't make me as mad as he used to. Um, I mean, yeah, okay, he's 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 an, like a really good offensive minded coach. Um, he's a, kind of a funny guy. It's a funny looking guy. Um, I will say, I will say, after watching this, I think he's see his face after the I think Trent Sherfield. I think the guy's soft, man. Like I, when he's the way he leads a team, like. Yeah, you know, guys, it's all right that we were supposed to win the AFC East. He wants that, to be their friends and that more we were, than their actual coach. Yeah, and that we were supposed to win the AFC East, and we had it. We had it in the bag, right? We were 9-3 and three when they were 6-6. Six and six. We should have – dude, dude, he switches up so fast. It's like, okay. okay to be the seventh okay. seed. We didn't right. want well, the seventh seed We're the seventh seed, seed anyway. now. That's fine. That That's the shift now. You see it in college, too. If you're not a player coach, the players leave. Right. That's right. it's how it is. I get it. It's kind of interesting, man. Like, just uh, and Dimsey says, "Wow, calling Chris Nick Wright is wild." Um, <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, that came out of left field. But it's it that is a really cool series to watch. A really cool series to watch. And now now that I now that I've moved out and I got my own thing going and my own routine, that my Wednesdays I love I love that show. Like I love having my own routine where it's like, yep, I'm either making a bowl of cereal and having some waffles, and I'm watching the Dolphins get their ass whooped on HBO Max. Sorry, Max. Um, but you gotta watch that, man. I'm gonna have to. Like, I gotta get HB. Sorry, I gotta get it Max, Max first. It's Max, guys. It's not HBO Max Sorry. anymore. Um, yeah, here we are, AFC's champs. I'm, I'm still. We just gotta say that a couple of times, back to back to back to back. I remember when we get won it the first time. It. Oh yeah. Get used to it. The Bills ain't going nowhere. That's crazy. I. Uh, 
I still can't believe they they did it. I know. What? I mean, we four game lead, something like that. Well, who what, cares? Three because we were nine and they were nine and nine and three when we were six and six. Oh yeah, yeah. So three game, yeah. it's just funny, dude. We were sitting here like, hey, we fucking. Stink. We were, we're sitting frauds. here doing the yeah, fire McDermott, way too early uh, mock drafts, fire <laughs> McDermott. I was on that. I was on that page, and and I quickly I I hopped off after after a couple of wins where I was like, you know what? His job so safe. I think. You? Oh, McDermott's job is. I I think. So here's the unfortunate part. Say the Bills don't go on a run. They either get dropped out this week, God forbid, or one of the next two weeks or three weeks, whatever. Um, I will say, unfortunately, yeah, his job is going to be safe. Mm-hmm. I think if the Bills do get knocked out in the playoffs, in my mind, I'm still going to be on that train where it's like, you know what, we made it again and didn't do a thing with it. Like, Can't give you a and I'm tired of that. Uh, but I think the way that they were 6-6, six and six, you know, everybody was counting them out. I, I would say, yeah, coming back and win the division, getting another division title, I would say his job's probably safe. And it's unfortunate because, like I said, I, I, I really i am so over being content with just these division titles. But you can tell the locker room's not content with that. I mean, you heard Josh after the game. Okay, yeah, this this hat and T-shirt's cool, but it doesn't mean anything. He's right. Okay, yeah, you get a couple of home playoff games. So if you don't win those home playoff games and make it to the Super Bowl, so what the hell does it matter? So I, and I'm glad that's the locker room's mindset, honestly, because you probably – got a couple of things, boys. The second one's going to surprise you. Okay. But uh, remember when the Bills were 6-6? Six and six? We were sitting here like, dude, we ain't going to make the playoffs. We stank. We're frauds. Mm-hmm. When we were 10th seed and stuff. We had a 0.1% chance to get a top two seed in the AFC. 0.1. And we come out as a two seed. I, that's Beat just incredible. Odds. Beat the odds, baby. I don't think people, Remarkable. like, national media isn't hyping this up to be like, like, that is incredible. It is incredible. They, they weren't supposed to make the playoffs. That's, that's almost as, as incredible as the Jaguars missing the playoffs at a 99%. Two extremes. Like two, we had a point one, they had a 99%. Right, and it's like they flopped. Yeah. Like that's, that is crazy. That is insane when you think yeah. about it. Um, so I can't even believe we're almost 30 minutes into this and, and we haven't talked about some breaking AFC's news. Not that it wasn't expected because we, ta- we talked about this. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick and the Patriots agree to part ways. That's that's pretty that's pretty crazy, man. I understand it was it was. I mean, we talked about this when when the rumors came out a couple of weeks ago. It's something that wasn't like it came out of left field. And we weren't expecting it. I mean, mm-hmm. we were expecting it, but that's that's crazy. And did you guys hear who's likely running up to get that job? Rabel. I I heard I heard Gerard Mayo. He's former linebacker. Yeah, he's the favorite right They've now. They've been saying that, but it was like an hour ago. They I said hope. It. I, I would say, because I'm a big Vrabel guy, and I talked about this on Sunday over at my house, was, like, Vrabel, I, I actually think he's not a terrible coach. Mm-mm. I think he's, I think one, he's a player's coach, but I think he's actually a solid coach. Um, I mean, he was just coach of the year, like, two seasons ago or something like that. And it's crazy that the coach of the year When they were the is, second seed or something? Yeah, well, I think they won the first seed. I want to be honest year. with oh, you, yeah. dude. For, as Bills fans, I hope Vrabel goes there. So they can have another defensive-minded head coach and still stink. <laughs> right on the offensive side of things. Let yes. me let me ask you because don't forget they have the third pick. Yeah, yeah, they'll find a way to mess that up. Uh well, Cole Strange, Cole Strange. Bill Belichick won't be making that pick this year, so yeah. Well, I, I'm curious to know who is going to be making that pick because they don't have a general manager either. No, they'll hire somebody. I, I'm sure Robert Kraft doesn't want to do it. Right. Um. Around around the league coaching vacancies, there's a 
There's a handful now. Panthers. Thank God they let go Arthur Smith, that bum fraud. Oh uh, yeah. You guys know how I, I feel about I Arthur say, Smith. So you texted you texted in we the group it. chat about it. And then bum. I saw the video of it and I'm like, wow, okay, yeah, this guy's this guy's a bum. Yes, he's a bum. This guy's a bum. Um, I get it. I get it. The Saints quote unquote broken unwritten rule, whatever. You didn't let Brad Allen say anything. You just started yelling. Right. The guy is the one of the worst coaches I've ever seen in the you know, NFL. You know who I think gets that job down in Atlanta? I think it's Belichick, man. I think Belichick goes either to the Falcons. I think Belichick either goes to the Falcons or the Chargers. So you keep. So you think Belichick doesn't retire? No. Oh no. God. No, I think he's he, thirteen wins I, away from the record. I, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I think he kind of. It kind of seemed like in his press conference day, like it was just like, okay, well, me and the Patriots are parting ways. I'm not done. Like. Yeah. No. No. Like yeah. So he's he's probably going to coach somewhere. Another vacancy now is the Seahawks with Pete Carroll stepping down into being an advisor, team yep. advisor. So now they've got an open Panthers spot. Panthers out there. Panthers. The Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. And I want to touch on that real quick because you know what my thoughts are. Not and it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny because Dimsey texted me about this. Who is a Raiders fan? And I know he'll agree with me because he just sent me this text. I think I think Pierce deserves that job, man. Yeah. Like well, He's Dim- getting inter- interviewed somewhere else. Dimsey? He's getting he's Dimsey? Dimsey. My boy Dimsey. No. That's all I gotta say. Oh well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what He's I want be it to a happen. Defensive coordinator so, somewhere. So here, Damn. so it like blows my mind because he had success as the head coach, right? They won a handful of games. They beat teams that they wouldn't have beat had Josh McDaniels been the head coach. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels Raiders is not going into Arrowhead and beating the Chiefs, but Pierce's Raiders they went in there and they did their thing. Um, I I just I I think and you're, you're right like he it seems like it's going to be a defensive coordinator role because I think he's already, I think he might have already interviewed with the char, uh, the the Giants if I'm not mistaken for their defensive coordinator role. Yeah. I just I'm gonna I, I'm I just would like I would like the Raiders owner to make the right decision for once for the sake of my boy Dimsey like they just got to make the right decision here hopefully he's and been that's through it. I was gonna say you want to talk about being through it the guy the guy <laughs> has gone through it. Um, but I, I'm I would like Pierce to get get a crack at that job, man. I really I really would, and I I just the guy the, you want to talk about like okay yeah he's got an interview for the job right, but you want to talk about having an interview for the job? Well, the guy's come up with a nice resume. Like he beat the chart, he beat the brakes off the Chargers on national television. Then the next week he's like, you know what, I'm gonna go into Arrowhead and I'm gonna beat the Chiefs and make Mahomes look silly for four quarters of football, which is that's exactly what he did. Um, shout out to that because that kind of opened up the AFC for us a little bit there. Um, I know he, he, he they won their last game of the season, if I'm not mistaken, with no quarterback, no quarterback. Oh, Aiden, Aiden O'Connell or whatever, whatever his name is. They didn't have a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo's one of the Aiden most. O'Connell m- beat the Chiefs though. He yeah, without and he's he's a, he's a below average quarterback because he got a good head coach with a good defense. It's not a good head coach. I'm I got sorry. a terrible theory for you. What's that? <laughs> this, I'd love this because I think it'd be great. Uh, Dallas gets knocked out in the first round. Belichick goes to Dallas. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no, little, I have no little. belief, no reason to believe this, but I see a world where Mike McCarthy gets fired. Uh huh. And, and and what's this? Uh, uh, what the heck's the, um, 
Cowboys owner. Oh, oh, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones calls up another old man and says, hey, why don't you come down here, man? I got a quarterback and everything. Like, come on, fix my thing. Like, I'll let you be, I'll let you be everything. Cause, cause he's, he's running, like he's running out of time. He wants to win one more Super Bowl before he dies. So he's like, and he ain't going to hire another young guy. He's the, he wants what he wants. And I could see him thinking the Belichick's the answer. There you go. I, 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 that's my stupid, that's that's my stupid fan theory. Like I have conspiracy, not conspiracy theory, but I just think that would be hilarious. I don't think it works, but I think it's, I think it's funny. It is funny. It is, it is funny for sure. Um, you really just don't take. think Pierce should get a crack at it with, with having a top ten defense when he took over? It just, so so you you have an interim head coach, right? Mm-hmm. It goes kind of good. You hire him, and you're zero and seven. You look like assholes. <laughs> you, you just can't. If you bring in somebody else, you know somebody that is a proven head coach or has been a head coach, and they flop, then you don't get as much just, hate. So I guess I just don't get, I I don't get the uh, the downside really though. Like okay, so you you played solid when you had him as the head coach, and then, all right, yeah, okay, you come out and you drop the ball the next season where you go zero and seven, but then maybe maybe you're five and two, or like it it, it really it's the off season stuff, right? Ah, fair enough. It's really I, okay. I get. I guess I when you look at it like that. I mean, Antonio Pierce. That's an Antonio Pierce, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's never gone through a off season as a head coach. That's fair, but I just I feel like he deserves a crack at the job with what he showed. I mean, he was the head coach for like what seven, eight, nine weeks or something like that, and he and he looked solid. I mean, the defense played solid for weeks on end, and they like I said, they beat teams that they probably would not have beat with McDaniel's as their head coach. Um, I think he but should I, get a shot. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. The Raiders will f- probably find a way to be the Raiders and fuck that one up. Yeah, either way. Brandon Staley is probably going to be the head coach so over there or something probably. like that. If he gets a head coaching job, I'm done. But, yeah, I mean, what's what's, <laughs> what's some other – I mean, the Seahawks, curious to see who, who they go with. I haven't really heard anything about um, – Too much stuff in the air right I now. Say, I haven't heard anything about, like, what they're planning on doing. And then the Falcons are the only team, I think, that haven't actually put out a request to interview anybody yet for their Not job. As of a few hours ago. So they, they, they haven't really done their due diligence yet as far as what it's going to be like to um, – Quick question, boys. The enemy getting a head coaching job, whether that's Washington or or another team. So, oh, so that's a good point. So that's a good point. Ron Rivera, we forgot to mention. I was like, Riverboat too. Ron's out. Yeah. Which He's let me first. let me have a take for you. Let me I have, know exactly what you're gonna say. Let me have a take for you, and I think it's gonna be funny. And I want I want, I want to just hear hear around the table here, because this could be classic. Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills. This would be classic. It all ties back um, The Bills, Great. you know, they go and hire a defensive coordinator, <laughs> and they hire Riverboat Ron as their defensive coordinator. What are we feeling around the table? I wouldn't care, really. It's not going to – It's classic Sean Any defensive coordinator – I'm sorry, any defensive coordinator that coaches for the Bills is going to be blanketed over what McDermott wants to do. So, I, Personally, I think McDermott should still call plays. He proved this year that he can do both, and he's doing it very fucking well. So uh, I agree. Yeah. I think they will bring in somebody, whether that's um, is that wa- something. Washington. I think Eric Washington, their defensive yeah, line coach, deserves They'll probably elevate him to defensive coordinator. coordinator they're going to do it only, within house. They they certainly which as they as they should. I would say truthfully. they they certainly yeah I I can agree to that. Defensively, um, they should. They certainly should give Eric Washington a look. I mean, the defensive line, I mean, has performed well this season and. They've had injuries all year on the defensive line. They've had Von Miller, who's looked 
I mean, you could throw any of us out there, and we're probably, we're probably making at least one play. I mean, that's all you have to make to surpass what Von Miller did the whole entire season is just get your hands on the running back once. I want to touch on that um, after we're done with this conversation. I think Eric Washington deserves a chance. He's coached up a really good defensive line, and not to mention there's another there's another tag going along with Eric Washington's name. He's not only the defensive lines coach, he's the assistant head coach. So like they already have a a lot of trust in Eric Washington as they should. As they should. So I think he is the perfect candidate to be him the and, defensive him coordinator. Him and Bobby Babich within the next two, three years are they're gonna get elevated somewhere else. They'll, Bobby they'll Babich, both yeah. be gone. Bobby Babich might not have a Play chance to stay on this coaching staff. He's he deserves to maybe go get a chance to develop yeah. develop a defense somewhere. Which, I mean that it shows that you're a good team. Good mm-hmm. teams lose coaches, so Right. And then we have I mean that's that's happened left and right. Every yeah. every season somebody goes somewhere. Um just like there's some front office members that there's there's a there's a guy under Brandon Bean that's getting in, uh, say getting interviewed to be a GM somewhere. So like this is this is what happens. Like this is exactly what happens when you're a team that wins wins your division and you know you, you go on these playoff runs. Um but what do you want to touch on? Um well first I wanna touch on uh, how about our guy uh, Leslie Frazier getting a chance yeah getting an inter- interview with the chargers oh yeah chargers please make that mistake please make that mistake you guys will Is play 12 coordinator or head coach? head coach have fun playing 12 yards off of the best wide receivers in the nfl yeah he got he i gets, think he gets a shot at that Wait, you guys say the Chargers? Yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, they 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 put. They're gonna Charger. So yeah, Leslie Frazier is gonna be the head coach. No matter the who they hire, it's gonna be a just terrible frauds. So fraudulent, uh, bad for Herbert. So we're Poor touching guy. the D line and our depth, Kingsley Jonathan amongst all of them. Uh, should the Bills shut down Vaughn for the playoffs or at least first round? Yeah, I'm like team. you said, he's got no sacks. He's got two tackles on the season. Yeah. Yeah, for a while. Probably no pressures. For a while one he pressure? had. For a while he had one stat, and that was getting arrested. That's that's about the only thing he did. Now we won't go into details of that arrest, but because the Bills a hog pod doesn't know the details behind it, so we're not gonna we're not gonna break it down. Um, he did post it on Instagram. Our best is yet to come. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's. You guys he, just have like like for me, I I still have like that really weird feeling that he's just gonna make a super big play, eventually. Like. So, like a strip sack to win, like right. like my a big game or so. I I every time I watch the game, I'm like, my stepdad it's just gonna happen. Me about that the other day. I He's find like, it now just one big splash play. I find it yeah, odd like, because no, I no. have it in the back of my mind where I'm like, okay, maybe because this has always been the Bills fan to I me. Mean, maybe Von Miller's just not showing up because he wants to show up in the playoffs. Huh? Yeah. Maybe we'll see. He wants we'll see Prime Von yeah, in the playoffs. Ninety percent for the playoffs. I, I so I so incredibly doubt it with the effort that I've watched him put in on plays where I just single handedly will just watch him. And then he just run like, dude. He, he, I think there's plays where he doesn't even. He might just be jogging. Like I hope it's jogging because if you're in the NFL and you're running at that speed, you don't deserve to be in the NFL anymore. But you're getting manhandled by third string left tackles that I've never even heard of their names. I, come on, man. Like it's so disappointing. I'm so glad that we have Leonard Floyd, and sometimes Greg Rousseau. Sometimes Epines has been showing. Oh, Epines! I'm a big Epines guy. Like like John said, he'll probably sign a contract with the Panthers in the offseason. <laughs> or Cause, the Bears. Because the Bills won't be able to afford him. Because, of course, he decides to yeah. turn up in his contract here, which they all do normally. So, boys, before we leave the uh, the head coaching talks, uh-huh. i got to say, for the first time in seven years, I am a McDermott guy. <laughs> I- I'm on I'm on okay. Team McDermott. I'm glad you brought this up. And 
because I got something to say I, too. I, there's there's one specific reason. It's not the winning. It's not the fact that we won the AFC East again. He, I never thought he could change as a head coach. And oh, this I year think he I did. think you're leading right into my point here. Go for it. I think. Uh, I, I think. I'm just, no, you got to finish it. Okay. Because I'm. I don't want to be wrong here. I, no, no. I just. He just. This year you saw an adaptation that just never thought we would see. That was my big issue with him. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm just – for the first time since, what, 2017, I think I'm a McDermott guy. Right, okay. So, of the last, like, six – well, six games or five and one in the last six, right? He's a um, guy again. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big not coach. Off. If we get bounced first round, I'm sticking with him. I'm going to half set, half on, half Nope, off? I'm full on, dude. I'm going to say I, I'm going to be full on, too, here because I'm going to give you two reasons, okay? Um, my first one is – being able to turn it around in the middle of the season, he's done that multiple years in a row right now. We get to see if he can finish the job in the playoffs. but And I, and I think that's really impressive as a coach to really bring to, – to keep your guys together, to not to not lose. Like you could have easily just went right down right down the rabbit hole of the season being over at 6-6, six and six, right? And, and they finish the job. They get the AFCs. They, they, they clinch the playoffs, right? I mean – that's impressive. That's impressive alone. But you've seen over the last five, five to six games, really after the Eagles game, where we've been in multiple positions where okay, the opposing team has the ball. They have the ball with a chance to to win the game. And in weeks past, in the beginning of the season, we watched the Bills crumble. Like I can think back to the Patriots game, the first Patriots game. All the Bills had to do was get a stop, and they win the game. And the Patriots offense goes on the field, they win the game. And in the last five weeks, multiple games where the Dolphins game, you can think back to that. You can think back to the uh, Chargers game. The Chargers had a chance to win. They got him off the field. Um, the Chiefs, like all these games, right, where the Bills finish, they finish out the game. And and I think that in the last beginning of the month, I mean beginning of the month, beginning of the season, first couple months, it was like, okay, wow, that's one of the biggest reasons why I was like, okay, we need to look at McDermott. He switches that around. My biggest thing is in Miami – all we've ever talked about the last couple of weeks, well, the weeks when we were talking about, okay, maybe we need to look at McDermott, was like he is the, one of the most passive coaches in the NFL as far as sitting back and, like, you've, you've said it. Like, he sits back and, he, and you just keep the team in the game. I want to say against the Dolphins, I loved, like, on that last drive where before where we had where we turned it over on downs, going for it on a fourth and two, or fourth and two, fourth and one, on your 34-yard line, you turn the ball over. All they have to do is go 34 yards to tie the game. That's a head coach right there that wants to win a football game because he could have very easily I, – I, I guarantee you McDermott a couple of months before that is punting the ball. Oh, yeah. Is punting the ball. Like to put that trust in your offense, to put that trust in your defense, to go for it on a fourth and short, and then a couple of like plays later you go for it again. Okay, yeah. You, it looked like you if, – if, if they give you a generous spot, you get it. They, they didn't give you a generous spot, you didn't get it. But I love putting that trust in the offense. I love putting that trust in the defense. And that, that to me right there, like, okay, that's, that's growth from Sean McDermott. Yeah, on, sun, on Sunday it was kind of cool because they panned the camera over to uh, Josh and Stefan and Sean, and you could see him. And Sean's basically asked them, them to, you guys want to go for it? I like it. If you guys want to go for it, do it. I like it. The play call was horrendous. It was. It was. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I, I would have loved anything else other than that or QB go, sneak. That or again. go low. It's, it's. Don't stop going high. Go low. Like I love. I love the first one. Okay. Yeah. Because 
they like yeah you know, like it, that one With works Fortnite. like yeah. that one's fine for me but at least on the second one come on we'll do something different like they know what you're gonna do like the whole nfl world knew we were we were running a quarterback sneak on that you know what and been i had cool? what's that uh what was it patriots playoff game where allen went to go run do a qb run and then stop toss over dawson knox in the end zone that would have been a cool play call remember that a few years ago um, I do that. Uh, that's that's an end vague? zone play, though. Oh, that, well, I mean, fourth and one. It's just, it, it's risky. You don't there. Think it's gonna it's, work? it's it coulda. It's just risky there. Because so, you know the Dolphins were expecting a Josh yeah. Allen over the over the. Uh, yeah. Um. You want to know an interesting Joe been... Brady, Josh Allen stat? What's that? Um. It, I think I read this earlier. Josh Allen, of the last six to seven weeks, like. He leads like his career in rushing like attempt average in these last six or seven weeks, which I think is phenomenal because like all we all the whole entire beginning of the season we were screaming at Ken Dorsey, just let Josh be Josh yeah. and we will win more football games. And it's just kinda nice to see Brady um giving him an opportunity to let Josh be Josh. Now we've talked about the interim head coaching positions a lot around the league. Well not that our trial with our well our our it, our in-season interview is done with Brady, but our regular season interview is done with Brady. He now has to be an offensive coordinator in the playoffs here. Um, but what you guys seen in the last seven weeks, six weeks from Joe Brady, seven weeks because he had the bye week and then we went five and one. Um, where Where's your guys' thoughts as far as keeping him as the offensive coordinator or is there someone else out there that we should take a look at for that job? Like you said, He's letting Josh be Josh, first and foremost. Um, we're finally getting that sense of, well, we're running the ball a lot better, and we can pass the ball. We're, we have t- we're two sides of our offense. We're not just one-sided. Um, I think he brings the best out of this offense, and he deserves a legitimate shot next season. I like it. John? Yeah. Negative Nancy He's, over eh, here. He stinks. <laughs> no, he doesn't stink. But I mean, our passing game looks like doo doo. Well, that's why I meant like it as of late. It and there's like and there's another day. conversation I'm gonna get into after after this. But oh, but weeks game. before it's it's showed that we can do both. I'm all right with him. I mean, he'll have an off season, so I think he's gonna. He's be, done enough of a sample size for you. Yeah, he'll. I think he'll be the. He'll get the job. I think. I think so too. I'm yeah. not like overly impressed with him because no, means. not yet. We've already. I mean, we've already touched on the promoting from within and I mean I would say there's probably nobody else suited better for the job under McDermott right now than the guy that's been doing the job for the last seven weeks so I guarantee you Brady does get a crack at it um I want to talk about the wide receivers real quick and Dimsey brought this up um he did say something about um he did say something about uh, how much longer before Diggs gets shipped out and Shakir uh oh he said how much longer before Davis gets shipped out and Shakir have to Shakir, I think Shakir and Diggs have to become the one and two. Man, Shakir's what he's getting been at. number two for Shakir. the last couple now, weeks now. Okay, so I have to. Davis is going to be gone by the hold on, the boys. Season, uh, regular when you when here. you guys think of wide receiver two, how do you do you think about it as being your second best receiver or the I think second like an outside. guy on the outside? Okay, I think of an so outside I had this argument guy. with somebody at the gym the other, like yesterday. He's like, "Well, Shakir's definitely our number, our wide receiver two. I'm like, right now. No, 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 no. He, here's what he's saying. He's your slot. He's receiver. our slot guy. Yeah, he's our slot. Which would be, you which would be, which, 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 yeah, technically, technically on the roster, the way it breaks X, down. Digs, X, Y, Z. Other outside. Yes, you slot. need an outside guy. Yes, yeah. yes. 
Okay, I just want to so clear I, that. That I get yeah. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm not. I'm not. You're saying, I'm not in any means saying. Sure. I'm not in any means saying that Khalil Shakir is built to be a outside guy. He's no. not. Right. You're not going to see him. I mean, it, yeah, he's a slot guy, and he's shown up in the slot. Like he has made plays, especially on third down when Josh needs somebody and he finds him. That has been evident this whole entire this this, this whole entire like little win streak we've been on. It, it's been evident that that's been his guy sometimes. On, on third and short. Um, but I, I will say it sucks because the Bills desperately need an upgrade at the wide receiver, wide receiver number two position. Um, it's nice to finally see Diggs hop back in the stat sheet a little bit. I think at 87 yards, six catches for 87 yards. But it, it's been brutal because you shut down Stephon Diggs and it just feels like you shut down the whole entire passing game. Mm. And, okay, yeah, I get it. Diggs is your number one wide receiver, but there's still – like, there's question marks about what's going on with him. I mean, we can all agree that he's certainly taking a step back, whether that's a scheme thing with uh, Brady or, or that's an injury or that's whatever it is. But there's some – it's the, the passing game. I mean, John John is so right. The passing game is virtually non-existent. Like, you got your quarterback who – okay, Diggs does get open, then he overthrows him by 20 yards. It's like, what is going on with with the passing game? Like, it, it's, it's mind-boggling to, to watch – I, it's it's. It, I got nowhere it's to go with it, dude. Like, too, then it's, it looks terrible. Allen can't hit a drop back mm. and hit a receiver. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Dimsy just said before Diggs gets shipped. Now Diggs Diggs is virtually quite quite literally almost strapped to the Sorry, Bills. Dimsey, he's so stuck. so his why, cap. Why would he? What that that narrative is so fucking stupid. What he's never shown that he wanted to leave. First off, right. The show Bills never Sunday showed too. that they wanted to Let's get go. rid of him. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, I love, I love when John gets fired up. Dude, it's just so stupid. So, not once has has you guys saw him and McDermott after the game dap up. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Diggs, Diggs, and uh, Coach dancing in the locker room. It's just like where where did that Josh Allen get, get started? That's Josh so Allen stupid. and Diggs, and just, Diggs, Josh Allen and Diggs right in front of the camera. Four more, four more. My bad. I didn't mean to come at Dimsey. What's his uh, name? Dimsey. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah Dimsey. Uh, so I, I will say, yeah, okay. The media creates a lot of narrative. His brother creates a big narrative, which sucks. If I'm, if I'm Stephon Diggs, I'd be hella annoyed that my brothers create a narrative of me wanting to be out of the team that has. I mean, he's, 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 his career with the Bills has been, by, by no means, it's been great. Like it's been phenomenal with the Bills, and. It sucks that his brother – his brother really does feed into it a lot, which is terrible when you think about it. They both play in the NFL. They both know what it's like to go through the NFL, and and, and, and it's got to be annoying to be Stephon Diggs when your brother does that, like as far as feeding into making you seem like you want out of the team that has pretty much made you who you who you are in the National Football League right now, if you had to ask me. Josh Allen is quite literally, if you had to ask me, I think has made Stephon Diggs what, what he is. Oh. I think so. Josh Allen. I would never go that far. I think – I. I think I think they complemented each other very well. I think they complemented each other really well. I think I think I, I don't think jo, I don't think Steph, uh, Stephon Diggs is is the receiver he is without Josh Allen. Yeah, I wouldn't go there, but I respect it. I like the take. I I, I and I will get into this in a minute. I'll finish this dig. I'll finish my little digs thing here. I have I have something about Josh, but I I just. I mean, he's he is strapped to the cap wise. He's strapped to the Bills. The Bills would take. They're already negative forty million dollars going into this offseason. They cannot. The, the the Bills cap room quite literally could not handle losing Stephon Diggs. It'd be like negative eighty, like negative seventy, negative eighty million dollars. And where are you going to find that money? Like that's a lot of money to try to, f- to come up with. Um, but now to my point about Josh, 
I, I on that third and 13, I came to a conclusion in my head. Josh Allen is no longer the best quarterback in the NFL. He is the best player in the NFL. Like, he is the best player in the National Football League, and I have no doubt in my mind about it. Okay, yeah, Josh Allen is known for throwing. He has picks. He has he fumbles the ball sometimes. But the guy, the drive that he has to win, the way he puts his body on the line for the team, that third and 13, he was wrapped up six or seven yards before the first down marker. He was dead to rights. I watched on the HBO Max series. Jerome Baker had him dead to rights. And everybody Christian in the stadium. Wilkins. I don't know about that. On that one, I don't think it was Christian Wilkins. Cause yeah, Jerome I, Baker missed. Christian Wilkins no, was No, Jerome Baker definitely had it. No, no, no. Jerome Baker definitely had him wrapped up because Jerome Baker broke his wrist in that game, dislocated his wrist. And after that play, he got up and was like – and he was like – Yeah, he was the first guy. I'm saying yeah. the second guy was Christian Wilkins. Yeah, when he made that – Keep talking, going. I'll, I'll pull it up. So are you talking about when together. he made that leaping for the first Yeah. Time? Yeah, the third. The first, the first guy was 100% Either Jerome way, Baker. like that was just – Sure, sure will. There was nobody helping him. He was right. by himself. 100%. He just he got through those last four or five guys, whatever it was, to get to the first down. Like, I thought he was done. I thought he missed it by about five yards, and then somehow he's just – that was just sheer determination, right? Like, right, 100%. I mean, if you're, not a, if you're not a Josh Allen – let's say you, you just root for some other team, right? You, you don't like the Bills at all. If you watch that play, if you're watching that game, I, I don't care who you are. You have to watch that guy and say, this guy – he was going to get that, like, just out of sheer determination for him, for his team. He did that on his own. 100%. Like, that, I mean, if you're, like I said, I'm, there's times I'm, oh, my God. And that was a play, like, dude, mm-hmm. this guy, was just he's just a gamer. Right. Yeah. I mean, you. you, know, you so you're you, saying the first guy was Jerome Baker. I, it's to my or knowledge. The second guy was Jerome Baker. Uh, to my knowledge, the first guy that got his hands on Josh Allen was Jerome Baker. Now, okay, maybe the fact that his wrist was dislocated played a big factor in him not bringing him down. But if I if I remember correctly, watching that HBO series, yeah. um, Jerome Baker Max series, uh, Jerome Baker got up and was in excruciating <laughs> pain because he because he went to wrap up Josh Allen, and I mean the guy dislocated his wrist throughout the game. Yeah, he went yeah. to wrap up Josh Allen uh-huh. and he obviously couldn't. That's a big dude. But I, I guess I guess I must have missed Christian Wilkins there was on that two play. Guys, I saw the two guys. He got the there was, one and then he. Leaped. You, you know what the real the real reason there's confusion here for me is there was like five Miami Dolphins players that could have made the play. Yeah. None of them made the play, so it doesn't really matter who it was. Right. The fact of the matter is, is that Josh Allen on a third and thirteen takes off. Everybody in my living room quite literally probably all thought the same thing, and everybody in the in the football world that he was going to get wrapped up for a fourth and six, maybe a fourth and seven. We were going to have to punt the football. Instead, Josh Allen leaps. He, he, take it myself. He, he drags a defender for a yard and then leaps past three defenders for a first down, and he does it all himself. Not the first time Josh Allen's had to do it all himself, and Buffalo won't be the last because Josh Allen, I'm going to say it, Josh Allen is – Josh Allen and James Cook are the two best playmakers. It was Jerome Baker. Yeah, so I was right. So first, so the first guy to mm-hmm. touch him was Jerome Baker. And a couple more Dolphins players. Um, God, it's that, just, that run is going to be fucking that, infamous. I, I've had that run in my head playing nonstop the whole entire week, and that's why I, I am not afraid to say that Josh Allen is not the be- not just the best quarterback in the NFL because he is. Okay, he is. Like I don't care when Josh Allen's on. There's not a single quarterback that has that that clutch gene in him other than Josh Allen. We've seen it. Okay, yeah. Like you, you look back to Kansas City, 13 seconds. If his defense pulls through for him, everybody's talking about how Josh Allen has one of the best playoff runs in NFL history because the week before that, he lit up Bill Belichick's sorry-ass Patriots. By the way, congratulations, Bill. That was your last playoff performance. You got your ass kicked in Buffalo 47-17 to or whatever. Congratulations. Enjoy going wherever you go. Um, and then he p- performs well against the Chiefs the next week, arguably 
the reason that they were in the game, other than I guess you could say Gabe Davis because he has four touchdowns. But Josh for sure was the reason that they were in that game. And, I mean, he has this gene in them that no other quarterback has. Okay, I, I'm going to say it. Patrick Mahomes, you know, he, he's, he's taking a step back from weapons. But he has an offensive-minded coach. He has the best tight end in football. And shaking your head over there, you don't think Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football? Not anymore. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. I'm not going to get into the argument who is because I could care less who the best yeah, tight end in the National Football care. League is. I'm going on my little Josh Allen rant right now. You're floating around man. the idea. Just say it. Just say Josh's MVP. I can't say it. Lamar's MVP, and that's the problem. Lamar's going to get MVP over a guy that should get it. Yeah, okay, Josh Allen turned the ball over 19 times this year. He also led the NFL in touchdown. Led the NFL in touchdowns, total touchdowns. The other thing I got to say is is the award is called the most valuable player to, 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 to one's team. Without Josh Allen, the Bills are not half of what they are. You throw Kyle Allen in there for half those games, and the Bills probably win a couple of them. I don't know. Like, Josh Allen, it, it, he's such a special talent, dude. Like, like I will say, being a Bills fan growing up my whole entire life, like, it sucked. Obviously, we all know it. We've all, we all watched it. All four of us sitting at this table right now went through it. Um being born in 03, not having a quarterback until 2018, it sucks. <laughs> but you know what? I'm damn happy I waited those 15 years to get what I have right now, and that's Josh Allen, dude. Josh Allen, single-handedly, like I said, is the best player in the National Football League, and it is not close. Let me go over his MVP case because I had something for you guys, like I said, a couple days ago. All right, so this is my MVP case. 44 total touchdowns, leads the NFL. Next closest is Jalen Hurts with 38. Total yard leader with 40... 4,830. Next closest, Tua, 4,758. He finished with Pro Football Folks' highest-graded QB. This makes him the only QB to be ranked in the top three. The only QB to do so past couple past three years. Talking way too much about this interceptions when he's led the league when he led the league in lowest sack rate with being just four percent. Most important player to his team who accounts for more touchdowns than Lamar. Josh Allen has scored 86% of this team's touchdowns this year. 86%. He has 90.4 PFF grade in the fourth quarter this season, first amongst QBs. Best record versus playoff teams, 5-1. Best PFF grade against playoff teams. Third highest PFF passer grade, fourth highest rushing. Highest among QBs. Now, everyone wants to talk about interceptions. Let's take a look. Interception thrown in the first six seasons. Peyton Manning, 110. Dan Marino, 103. John Elway, 96. Brett Favre, 93. Drew Brees, 82. Tom Brady, 78. Josh has 71. Mm, You want to hear something interesting, too? A lot of those quarterbacks, when they played, played in 17-week seasons, not 18. Just want that to be known. They didn't have an extra game on their schedule. Josh Young has had that the last few years. Right. So let that that – let that lie where, where that belongs to. I don't think there's anybody here at the table that would argue that he deserves at least a crack at that award. I mean, it sucks that he's just not going to – he's not going to get it. Just because he's not the first I, seed. I, listening to, like, ESPN and all of that, too, there's not many people denying that he should Allen, be in it. Allen was great this year. It's just, as we all know, the, it's pretty the much awards, Pro Bowl, All Pro, it's all broken. It is. It is. The awards are – I don't know. I don't really put too much stock in it, but and I don't think Josh not MVP. At least I don't. I, I don't think Josh really cares, dude. Like no, to he be doesn't. honest with you, just like to, like 
like uh, the all pro thing. yesterday. The all pro thing. Go Bills. Yeah, go Bills. Like, and you know what? Like, give me that in the quarterback position. Give me that guy to lead my franchise. The guy that, okay, yeah, you want to disrespect us? You don't want to give us Pro Bowl nods? You don't mm-hmm. want to give us all pro votes? You don't want to give us the MVP votes? That's fine. Like, that's fine. Okay, cool. Whatever. It doesn't mean anything. Just like this hat shirt doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, that is also every quarterback's. That's what I'm saying. That's the only MVP that, yeah. that really matters, 100%. right? Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, that's that, Nobody cares about the other ones. That's those are those are the categories like you give to the guy that didn't win, and you know most of the time the MVP doesn't has yeah some years that they do, and those years you could justify the way they do it. But it's it's clearly just the best quarterback on the best team, mm-hmm. right? So that's really all it is. Hundred percent. Stupid. It's a stupid. Should just come out and call it that. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, yeah. No, I think that's probably Lamar's award to lose at this point, which. I mean, it's based off of your regular season performance, so I'm. Yeah, it's pretty I, much locked it's, in. it's locked in at this point, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, you know what? Josh Allen did everything you could ask for him the last six six weeks of the season. I mean, the guy, the guy has he's an absolute tank. Like the Bills, six and six. If you'd have told me we're sitting here at eleven and six, I I would have been obviously super happy. But I'd have told you you were going to be wrong because I just would have never thought the offense and the defense. They wouldn't have played the complimentary football to make it happen, but they did. I mean, Josh Allen, like like I said, I mean, Dimsey said it a couple minutes ago when he texted me. He's a gamer, man. He's a football player. Like, he is what – he embodies what playing football is, man. Like, the guy wants to win. Like, and I, I, give me that at the quarterback position, man. Like, I'm going to keep saying it. Like, yeah, okay, every quarterback wants to win, but how bad do you want to win when it's third and 13, you take off, and you've got four Miami Dolphins players in your face, and you still somehow manage to get the first down? Like, Christian Wilkins is a big boy, man. Like, that's a big boy tailing you down right there, and you too. still get the first down. Oh, yeah, Christian Wilkins has a thing for grabbing Josh Allen's jump. Weird, right. dude. He's had a thing for doing weird. that with a lot of different guys, man. It is weird. He's one of those guys. And Josh hates it. It's so funny. Well, it's weird. I, I hate it. I hate it, too. I'm not saying I don't it's hate weird. it. I'm not saying if I'm not if I'm in Josh's shoes, I'm not saying that I enjoy it. It's Second, just, third time doing it? Just That's very odd. Yeah. That is very Christian odd. Wilkins is a gamer, though. He, he is. He almost destroyed that game yes he gave osiris torrance probably the uh, hardest time down, it was the worst game he's ever played 100 even in college he's never gotten beaten more than a handful of times that was yeah he is a gamer man christian wilkins is a baller over there um yeah. he's a baller all right yeah he's just weird dude. <laughs> he is weird he is weird it's odd that it's just weird it's odd that the game ended and one of the first first guys that ran up to josh after the game was christian wilkins like, it's super odd because all you ever hear about is those two beefing with each other. And I love it. Like, last year in the playoffs when we played the Dolphins, mm-hmm. Josh Allen went and tried to hit him, and it was like the little flimsiest hit in the world. And then Christian Wilkins got up and kind of bitched him a little bit, and then Mitch Morris had to come over, and yeah, yeah. then it became a big scruffle. But I just find it so funny that, like, they're always beefing with each other. I thought it was kind of funny that that was one of the first guys that greeted Josh after the game. Um, it is cool yeah. the uh, relationship quarterbacks and defensive linemen have. Like uh, – was it Minchu and Max Crosby had that little, I don't know what he called them, soft or something? Yeah. I don't know. But it seems like a lot of quarterbacks have, like, good relationships with the D-linemen. Oh, yeah, that's no, kind of cool. Yeah, you want to be friends with those D-linemen. You do. Yeah, 100% <laughs> you do. <laughs> can't believe the regular season is it's already over. over. That's what I was just about to say. The regular season Unbelievable. Over. Here we go. I mean, we're, we're obviously Absolutely about to go into playoffs week one here. But, I mean – Absolutely, absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy that the Bills the regular season's over. Sing seed. 
<laughs> You're all good. good, man. Roll the weekly weekly pickups. Busy man, we get it. It's all good. It's all good. You know what? Because it's, well, it's all Tank's fault. It's I know you're at the fault. mall, man. Where, where are you? Yeah, right. Where, where's <laughs> Tank? Going back on injured reserve, man. In 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 your defense over there, we we didn't exactly lead into it the best way. Um, well, just like his favorite football team, they are home. Oh, Tank and the Colts are. Ouch! Home. A little oh. shot to Tank. Love you, Tank. If you're watching still. Wow. Tanks at home, you just reactivated a wound right there. I know. Had to. Somebody good, had to say Goodson it. with the drop on third, well, fourth and short. Come on. Yeah, yeah put that ball on the numbers. The Colts though. should be – the Colts – No. Let's just Your team put that on the numbers better? Go to the go oh, to the yeah. pick. I'm sorry. No, dude. Go, go away. Dude, season's on the, the line. You can't catch that ball? Defensive lineman's unblocked. You can't catch that ball? Travis, you're going to catch that football. Yeah, I am going to catch that football. I would go on and a list of If you don't, you're going to be like, oh, my quarterback didn't hit me in the hands or anything. <laughs> All, All right, right let's go. All right, man. You know what? A game I'm actually really looking forward to watching. Uh, Browns at Texans in Houston. First game of the Saturday slate. And and that that I'm excited to see CJ Stroud. I'm you know I I in the beginning of the year I'm gonna openly say I I shit on the guy because he was an Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> I have completely taken that back. If you've watched the podcast every week, I am I am one of the bigger CJ Stroud supporters out here now because the guy the guy is showing me all the right reasons to be a CJ Stroud kind of guy. Um, nobody can tell me I'm wrong before this. Ohio State quarterbacks just have not really panned out in the NFL. I hear you. Um, and here we are. Here we are. C.J. Stroud seems to be getting the job done over in Houston, but I don't think he gets the job done this weekend. I think the Browns win. I do. Yeah, I – man. I've been rooting for the Texans because uh, unlike – the Browns in the Super Bowl. Unlike Chris, I like Stroud. I like Stroud, yeah. Before he started going crazy. I like his like little wide receiver core he's got going on over there. Yeah. Uh, I got the Nico Texans. Collins. Yes. I like, I'm stuck I, because he's got some... I love the Texans. I've been rooting for them all year. But I randomly picked the Browns to make the Super Bowl, so I'm going to go with the Joe Flacco-led Cleveland Browns. I'm going, All right. I'm going Texans. So we got Browns, Texans, Browns. I like the Texans. I'm not mad either way. I won't be no. mad either way because depending on how this game goes and our game goes, the winner of that right. game could be coming to Buffalo. Right. So that will be interesting. Um, Dolphins at Chiefs. This is another game that's supposed to be a really huge weather game. And you know Sub-zero. what? Sub-zero. Did you see the Dolphins fans? And Dolphins oh, don't even media? get me. I wanted. Yeah, come on. I wanted. Let's to, talk about I, I it. I wanted Let's to talk de- about it. neglect it. Let's talk Fuck about it. Fuck them, dude. Our guys are having heat stroke uh, last talk year. Dying on the sideline. Oh uh, well, we should probably move the game. It's bad for player health and yeah. safety. You want to talk about? Oh fuck you. Yeah, give me sub zero temperatures. Over, I will say what the weather's gonna look in Kansas City, and I know it's gonna be it's gonna be nasty. What the weather's gonna look like in Kansas City is gonna be much safer to play a football game in than your sidelines being 142 degrees because the sun's beating on yep. the players. That's not safe. But you know what? We played in it anyways, and it wasn't until the game was over we were like, yeah, that probably wasn't a good idea. But you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Like we understand you you guys had the AFC wrapped up. You guys were supposed to be playing these games in your house, which, by the way, there's not – there's not you, you, you could have played these games in your house and there's not home field advantage because your fans suck. 
Your fans suck. You can't even that stadium's that Those stadium mafia took over. That stadium is not the largest stadium in the NFL, and you guys can't even seem to fill that up with your fans. Your fans absolutely blow. I have no reasons to believe that they don't. Um, Another you, the Panthers might have better fans than the Dolphins fans. I'm sorry. Um, for what they had to endure, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it. But come on, man. The Dolphins fans suck because you're right. What was it all the last couple of weeks? It was the uh, the Bills are going to lose the AFCs. The Bills are, if they make the playoffs, they're going to be the seventh seed, have to play on the road. The Dolphins are going to host playoff games. Who cares? Who cares if Miami hosts playoff games? Like we just said. Any away team that comes into Miami, yeah, okay, they're the home team. I don't give a, I don't, I don't give a rat's ass. Your team does not sh- – your, your, your fan base sucks. They don't show up. Like, you're better off playing this game on the road. Top We're, five worst fan base, in my opinion. And and, 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 I, and I never disliked Miami growing up like the way I do now. I was always a New England hate because I'm of the obvious, which, by the way, now looking back on it, I'll take away some of the hate, what Brady accomplished. That's badass for a, a football player, but – um, now that I, I am where I'm at and, and the Bills run the AFC East and they run that poverty franchise down in, in, in South Beach, Miami or whatever, um, yeah, the Dolphins fans just suck. They're 32 for me. I, I, I don't despise another fan base more than that. Maybe the Chiefs fans are next. Um, I don't despise another fan base more than Miami because they just make excuses. Like, they're just nonstop excuses. And it starts with this weekend where the Bills, you know, okay, they're going to have to play in shit weather. You haven't heard a peep. They're calling seven feet of snow. Which, shout out to Steelers fans because you haven't heard a peep from them either. It's because we're both I, used to yeah, it. Yeah, we're used to we're it. We're both used to it. And you know what? Let's just play a football game in it and let's get it over with. The, the five. I was listening to 550 today. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like, like the 550 of... Miami, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever, the, whatever they call it, down the there. fraud fifty. I like it. <laughs> all those players and all their media. Well, weather's not an excuse. Weather's not an excuse. You lost it. They're gonna make it an excuse when the Chiefs blow their back out, which I think they will. Ouch. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm going Chiefs. I'm going. I'm going that was Chiefs my long-winded reason for why I'm going the Chiefs. Tyreek. There's just no way. Nah. There's just Tyreke no way. Tyreek returns the Arrowhead. And he goes back home with that. Tyreek struggles to catch the ball in 85-degree weather. Yeah, and he's he, banged up. He, That's not going to feel good in the cold, man. He, he's had drops this year. Yeah, Chiefs across the board. You, I got you. When I'm, but, well, You know what I'm about to say here. Just before? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fuck Miami. All right, we're good. Yeah, the worst fan base in the NFL. Um, the most important game of the week. There's no doubt about it. There's no game more important than this one. Steelers at Bills. And now, you know, fellas, the last six weeks, it was, you know, win or go home. That's what it felt like, right? Now it is, without a doubt, you are in You are in the show. You're in the show. It's win or go home. And, you know, this game, they're calling for weather. There was a fake rumor going around about the game being moved to Cleveland. That ended up being complete bullshit, um, which I don't even know who came out with that. But Just something I saw on it, X. It won't be – I don't think it's going to be as bad as everybody's making. I don't think it's going to be Bill's Colts snow that we've seen a couple of years ago that I think you were at that game. Right? That was. Um, I don't think we're going to see that. I don't think I'm going to be able to build a snowman next to me and my dad this Sunday while I'm sitting there. Typical um, winter in which the by, Which, by the way, hey, Dolphins fans, just so I can give you guys an idea of what a real fan base looks like, um, even if there was a lot of snow on Sunday – I wouldn't be able to build a snowman next to my dad because there's so many of us in that stadium that it's so crowded. There's not enough room to do that. That's something that, like, maybe you'd be able to do with, like, the space you have in the Dolphin Stadium. But not. I, I understand, you know, they're not used to 70,000 screaming fans going to a stadium and fill the stadium. Not enough room to – if there's Dolphins fans that end up watching, there's not actually enough room to build a snowman in the Bills Stadium. 
There's just not with how many fans fill up the stands. There's just not. Yeah, but the difference is us Bills fans would make that happen. Oh, we definitely would. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Miami, dude. I'm so sick. I'm sick of talking to him about them. I love it, dude, because I love going on rants about teams' fan they bases. Suck. Who's your top five worst fan bases? My top you five got worst Miami fan bases. Miami, 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 and the Chiefs. Did I got Miami? I'll give Chiefs, you Pittsburgh. Fuck Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. Can't stand their fans, especially that article that came out this week. <sighs> Didn't even read it. Didn't care. So. About it. I'll run through my real top five real quick. Give me the Dolphins 32, like the last. Give me them, whatever, however we're ranking it, give me them first being the worst, <laughs> I guess. Second, Kansas City. Third, Dallas. Fourth, the Patriots. Um, and I'll probably go fifth. Yeah, you got to throw the Panthers on there because you already made a rant about it. Okay, yeah, but I don't really – You could, they're probably more like in the middle somewhere. I don't actually, like, have a hatred for the Panthers. They're just, um, it's just sad that they're – Fifth, I, I'm not even going to put the Jets fans in there because they, they don't really piss me off that much. No, not, not – no. Number five, did I say I said Dallas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's go with some random team like no, the Falcons. That's that's my top four. I'm with you there. Give me for number five. Probably a team I'm missing here that actually pisses me off. Let me look at this. I think the Eagles fans are jerks. You know where Philly fans in general. I don't care what the sport the is. I love Philly fans. You hit it on the I head. hate Philly fans. Oh, we're going, I, 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 <laughs> back to this. He hit it on the head. Oh boy. <laughs> I gotta say that. why. I was watching the Flyers play once, and a girl was singing the national anthem, and she screwed it up, and they booed her. They booed like a like a fifteen year old girl singing the national anthem. <laughs> so oh I mean, boy, that's a rough fan Uh-oh. base. <laughs> okay, okay, hold this on. This is like though. the Arthur meme. Hold on, though. I know hold you know on, what I'm talking hold about. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. My, my fists are clenched. the Flyers first, off. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll I don't even want to talk about the Flyers. <laughs> the rest of them are okay with me. So, I mean, we already know how I feel. Gene changed me. He, I'm a changed man, right? He changed me when he was on the podcast a few a few uh, months ago, or weeks ago, rather. Um, I'll put him in there. Because the narrative, they were higher than that. They might have been swapped with Dallas. Are for they me. five now? They're five. Dallas. And I don't have a big Dom problem anymore. Dude, they're just like us, though. They are. <laughs> they are. They are. But I'm just going to leave it at that. We don't need to make it a real. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. And I got the Bills. And I got the Bills. Give me the Bills. Yeah, bills by a bill. Give me the Bills, and we'll go the reasons later. Yeah, bills across the board. Don't matter if it's a perfect day or snow. And here and 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 here's where I agree with John. I think everybody's shitting this game that's coming up here. I think this has potential to be an actual decent game. I think this is actually going to be a really really good game. Packers at Cowboys. It's going to be tough for Jordan Love. It's not going to be easy. But we've been saying it. I know I've been saying it. I know John will probably agree. You want to talk about fraud? Well, here's the fraud boys. <laughs> <laughs> they normally do something like this where they make the playoffs, right? By the way, throwback to Packers, Cowboys, Des caught it. I will say that. He, he, he caught, caught it. it. Um, but Was that anniversary today or yesterday? Yesterday, I believe. Yesterday. C.D. Lamb does not do enough here. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna, I don't know if I'm picking the Packers yet, but I, I want to pick the Packers. I want to pick the Packers really bad. I'm not going to lie. I can't. I think this is going to be a really good game, but I, I'm going to give it to the Cowboys. Cool story. They're the youngest team to. Yeah, it's I'm going to go cool, Cowboys, it's too. It's a cool story, but not this year, Jordan Love. Oh, boy. What happened? Get in trouble? No. Okay. <sighs> I'll right. tell you what. This, uh, this next game, 
second favorite game of the whole week. Obviously, minus the Bills. Bills top top game. This might be my favorite this has game potential. of the whole week. It's got potential. Rams Lions. Stafford coming back to uh, Detroit. To Detroit. Golf going back to yeah. Well, playing against playing, LA. Yeah. I, the the storyline on this game is just perfect. It, it scripted. I mean, A perfect script. I mean, yes. Um, perfect script. Th- this game is so interesting because th- this game literally has potential to be forty five forty two. Yeah. Neither team plays good defense. <laughs> Neither team is is known for their defense. I, I I think this might be one of the higher scoring games of the of Wild Card Weekend. Now, you know, I I originally did go Lions, but I was thinking about it earlier, and the Rams have been hot. And like I've said on the podcast before, the Lions, I love the Lions, but my only knock on them. Is their damn quarterback? I don't Goff. like Jared Goff. And personally, I'm gonna change my pick right now because I don't think Jared Goff can beat the Rams in the first round. Yeah, I'm going Rams. I know, I know, I'm out of this con- conversation because having a little bit of a serious well, one right now. Um, take your time, my brother. I say, say, okay, okay. I got the word. I was waiting for Olivia. Olivia, breaking news out of my house is just just cut her foot on something and she's bleeding really bad. She said. So I'm wondering if she needs me to go home or not. I'm waiting on that. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um which I apologize. That's oh. why that's why I went silent for a second. So you guys are both Rams? I'm going Rams. I'm going Rams. You guys know me. I've lost a lot of money and I've won a lot of money on the good old Detroit money line. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick with it. Oh. Friend. Gonna go with the Detroit. That, I, I truthfully pa- I just can't I am not off. mad either way. No, I I truly do like both teams here. Oh, yeah, so. I like the Lions. I like the Rams too. They yeah. got. Hey, we'll see. That that's, that should be a good. Like I said, that has potential to be hundred points scored in that game. It does. It does. Taking the all right. I'm gonna listen to you this weekend. I'm gonna take the over on the points. Okay. Well, don't come crying to me if you lose five bucks because you're not getting it from yeah, me. Yeah, come on. Hopefully, I get a five dollar free play. All <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Last I, game. Monday night, Eagles and Bucks, eight fifteen. To cap off Wild Card Weekend, Eagles last six games are what one and five. Shh, pitiful. Ouch. After Nick Sirianni Ouch. made that Gosh. statement about beating the Chiefs, I still love that. That's top five favorite moment of the um, year. Um, I'm liking Baker and his his wide receiver core he's got going and his connection to Mike Evans. Yeah, they don't got a bad defense. I'm leaning more towards the Bucks. So, kind of like how you are with with Detroit and Goff. You don't like Baker? <laughs> no, I love Baker. Uh, he's probably my second favorite quarterback in the league. But, dude, he's either going to throw, like, for 400 yards or he's going to throw seven picks. Yes, yes. There's no in-between with Baker. Um, I, just because I love Baker, I'm going with the Bucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bucks too. Okay, I'm switching my pick. I'm going with the Eagles. God damn Am I the only one going Bucks now? No, I'm going Bucks. No, I'm going to stick with the Bucks. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Bucks across the board. So we went, we went like three or four games across the board. Interesting. Close to. Well, that's that's going to happen in the playoffs, I think. Yeah. yeah. I really think it's gonna. Um. Yeah. So in this scenario, we obviously have the Bills winning. So we have the Bills winning. The Chiefs winning. The Chiefs. I have um, the Browns. 
I had the Lions. I, I took the, the Browns. Te- I took the Texans. Okay. I think me and you. Well, if the Chiefs win, aren't the Chiefs coming here? Chiefs no come matter out, what? Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, so. No matter what. So, in our scenario here. The Bills. The, Knock so on in our wood. Scenario, in our scenario, Patrick Mahomes has to play a playoff game in Buffalo. Oh, man. His first ever. And it's here in Buffalo. Way playoff game. And what about having a taste of what it mm-hmm. felt like, Chiefs Kingdom? Which, that, okay. <laughs> I put them in my top five for hating fans. Yeah, okay. Because I was going to say, nothing. Dang. What, the, what the hell is a Chiefs Kingdom? Um, Next season, they got to come to Buffalo, so, too. So, if the Browns win, they, they go, to go to Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> you got to go to Baltimore. <laughs> right? Which, by yeah, the isn't way. That, isn't that a hell of a game right which, there? The way, Joe Flacco going home? That, that is – I am praying. I just want to see it so bad. Because that's two elite defenses and two – Pretty hot offenses. That has potential to be a very, very good game. It does. The it most does. popular quarterback in Ravens history goes home, right? Hey, man. Most winningest right? quarterback does in Baltimore Don't you think like he won the Super Bowl the for them, the right? Like, yep. he's a hall, he's going to go in the Hall of Fame, right? right. Yeah. I, he's borderline. He, he probably will. But but if you're in Baltimore, will. if you live in Baltimore, he's, the, he's their guy. Who's your favorite quarterback? Well, younger kids would say Lamar. Yeah, but who won your Super Bowl? But, yeah, Lamar didn't win your Super Bowl yet. So, I right. mean, I think that's a great game because yeah. then Joe Flacco helps us out, and then Joe Flacco has to come to Buffalo So for the championship. So sick. I, I, I think, like you said, scripted. I think if you, want, if, you want, if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about storylines, right, the NFL for the divisional round on the AFC side of things, I won't even get into the NFC yet, but on the AFC side of things, there's not a better divisional round weekend than Mahomes playing his first road playoff game in Buffalo against a team that he's tormented in the playoffs the last two years. And then, like you just both both of you guys just alluded to, Flacco going to Baltimore, the former Ravens quarterback where he won a Super Bowl with him. The NFL would love that storyline. That that would make for a lot of ratings in the divisional round, a lot of people tuning into those football games, which obviously they're going to regardless. It's mm-hmm. the NFL divisional round. But I think the NFL would love to have that storyline for the divisional round on the AFC side of things. There's That'd be jam-packed. Both games would have significant meaning. Obviously, Big they time. would anyways, but for the fan bases for sure. So, yeah, in this circumstance, next, next week we would have the Bills and the Chiefs playing each other. Mm-hmm. That's – it's pretty crazy when you think about it. I can't it. wait. That's pretty crazy. But, yeah, hey, man, that's one of our shortest weekly pick'em weeks because it's obviously it's just going to get shorter. Yeah. At one point, there will only be one game to pick from. That's true. That's going to be crazy. Hopefully the Bills are in that one game. But we'll take this one one week at a time. One week 100%. at a time. Um, gosh. You know what we didn't touch on yet, and we should touch on it because it's well-deserved. It's the only thing that Travis can seem to win in. Um, Travis won 166 and 82 this season, picking regular season games. Congratulations to Travis. I'll give him the round of applause for that. Good for him. John finished in second, 163 and 85, and I finished in third, 156 and 92. Which you know what, 156 and 92, I'll still take it. Like it's not that's not the end of the world. Imagine not having over 160. It was crazy. Yeah. And I can never. I'll like like. I think next week I'll just put up our playoff records. Just because I'll give him the regular season crown, um, he wins the the emerge division championship. Now we're now it's time to go move on to see who can win the emerge Sweet Super Bowl uh, of weekly pickums or Bills a holic I should say Bills a holic yeah. yeah. But man, 
What a regular season, boys. That, that's a wrap for the yeah. regular season. It's crazy. I just crazy. wanted to get your guys' uh, you know, end of the regular season. I think we're all going to agree that, you know, our offensive MVP is Josh. Mm-hmm. I'll agree. Uh, I, I want to know who your guys' defensive MVP of the year is. Is, is it? Who do you think made the biggest impact? Was the most important player on defense this year, I'm in the regular it. season? Rasul Douglas. Say it. I think Rasul Douglas getting traded at the trade deadline completely changed mm-hmm. the aspect of the defense. I'm not gonna take your guy, um, but I'm gonna go Leonard Floyd. Okay. He that's, came in as a he came in as a one year deal. Signed real late in the offseason. Real late in the offseason. Um, in like June. A couple or mil. Um. Leonard and a guy like Leonard Floyd, he's out here trying to make nine, ten, eleven mil, and he came here for I think six, six, six or seven. seven. I think it was seven, yeah. yeah. So and he he played well over his contract, of course. Got he's got ten and yeah. a half sacks on the season. Um, but yeah, that's Leonard Floyd. For I, I kind of love this, dude. Cause we're all gonna have three different guys because I'm going with our middle linebacker, Charles Bernard. Mm, I that, like it. That's I like tough. It. That's a that's solid. Damn, I mean, I'm, solid. We we've talked about Damn, it before. Man. We won't get into it, that's but a good one though. Man, came, he, came, we, he came in. I didn't even have a really a training camp, didn't he? He was, he was hurt. hurt. It was his hamstring, right? That's why I was so concerned. He was hurt. I mean, we all thought it was going to be. I'm pretty Dorian sure he's Williams. top five in tackles in in the NFL Spencer. this year. He had a good year, yeah, man. So he had a good year. His story coming hey. in was he was undersized, and I don't see him undersized. Well, he is, but he he's a dog. Yeah. He is. He is, he is undersized. undersized. Oh, but he doesn't play like dog. He doesn't play dog. like undersized. Yeah, 100%. That's, what I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. It's Robinard, dog. <laughs> Leonard Floyd, dog. Dog. Rasul Douglas, Ooh. dog. I could keep going. At Oliver, dog. Yeah, I got another guy playing. Josh Allen, dog. dog. Love it, man. What Special teams. Who who's our MVP? Wow. Not Sam Martin. It was just he not going to give it to Sam Martin. Player of the month. <laughs> Um, I just about to say, he was player, player of the, the month. month. He led the AFC. Oh yeah, good job, all, hey. good job to Sam the Martin. AFC in all punting stats, I guess. We punted a lot this month. I feel yes, like we did. Yeah, we did. Unfortunately, a lot of inside the twenties too. Eleven inside um, the twenty. That's a good question. Who are we giving the MVP to? I, I, I'm not saying Deontay Hardy because other than no. his punt return to Miami, he had a lot of questionable things that he did this season. Yeah. Um, I get. I guess there's. Only one guy in my head that I can give this to, and that's Reed Ferguson. I was just fuck. Reed that's Ferguson. Exactly what I was gonna say Reed Ferguson. Reed Ferguson for perfecting the perfect Love long it. snap. It was never his fault. Nope. It was never his fault. Not at all. That's all that I know. It's never his fault. Never Reed's fault. That's awesome. Hey, man, give me give me Reggie Gilliam for oh. laying that boomstick in the, that in the wasn't home that. crowd. Fa- Let me ask you. Right, fine. Favorite regular season moment. Let's start with John. Third and thirteen. Y'all, oh, this mine too, boy. It's gotta be right. It, it, it season on the line, and he goes and gets not the really down. season on the line, but he goes number two and, seed it, AFC East on the line. It's gotta be. But when you when you really want to think about it, and you really want to break it down. That third and thirteen, Josh doing exactly what he did there was the last six weeks. That that yeah. play right there was the last six weeks. Yeah, I gotta agree. That's gotta my go favorite third and thirteen. It's because it's playing in my head. That's my favorite yeah. moment. Third and thirteen. Let me go. Us finally having a running back over a thousand when James Cook hit that thousand. Okay. It's been a mean minute. And I'm just glad that we finally got another rusher for the like future. It. 
I like it. Give me any. Uh, I'm I'm going with that one. That's my play. But yeah, it's got to be. Give me any Rasul Douglas turnover. This <laughs> right. No, Rasul Douglas just has a knack mm. for the ball, man. Um, do you have any John trivia over there? I do. Sweet. I got some trivia. If you let's guys go. Want let's it. get some trivia right, here. Dude. Before we jump into the who's the man, let's let's do. I actually trivia. got a couple. Let's do trivia. Um, I wanted to start here. My bad. All righty. As we know. Our boy Dalton Kincaid. Dutton. Dutton. He won half of the DK Bros. Finished with 86 catches. Oh, nope, my bad. He didn't. I don't know what he finished with. Whatever. Number four all time of rookie. What? Fuck you. Kind of called me a dweeb for having trivia. I love the trivia, man. Um, Fourth all time in rookie receptions. Can you guys name the three guys ahead of him? Rookie receptions? Is this wide receivers and tight ends? By a tight end. By a tight end. And they had, to be a, they had to be a rookie. Four. They had to be a rookie. In the rookie season, yes. Sam yes. Laporta is probably above them. Sam Laporta, number one with the 86 catches. Yep. Mark yep. Andrews. Nope. Damn. In their rookie season. Yes. And it has Just to be, their rookie season. And it has to be tight ends. And by a tight end, yes. Travis Sam, Kelsey's not up there. No. Sam not. Laporta. Sam Laporta's one. I want to go Tony Gonzalez. No. Damn. Uh... Number three played for the Giants. Gosh, what's was it really Darren Waller? No. Oh, damn. No. God damn. He was a rookie on the Giants. <laughs> yes. Oh, he, oh, Darren it's, Waller's on the Giants now. Guys, it's their rookie yeah, year. Buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Oh, he came from the Raiders to yeah. the Giants. Yes, he buddy. He came from yes. prison. <laughs> I had it switched. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, whoa. sorry. Too that was, I gotta ask well. you. Is, I had him. I had is, the team switched. Is Rob Gronkowski on that top five at all? No. Nothing, guys. Jeremy Shockey. Jeremy Shockey coming in at number three, yes. Okay. And then number two played with Philly. This is 1988. Mm. If oh, you guys, I know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, Keith know. Jackson. Oh, Keith Jackson. Yes. I had him on my ultimate team I think in Madden. You, I was just about to say, if you guys play Madden, you, yep. you'll know. Uh, but, I mean, what an accomplishment. That is an accomplishment. We draft, we draft Kincaid, and, I mean, Fun he showed trivia. out, in my opinion. So. Trivia with John. I got some other ones. If you yeah, guys hit me. It's up to you. Hit me with one more. Keep going. Oh, man. Okay. You want one more? Hit we'll, me with one we more. We will do <clears> – this is shocking. All right. We're going to do the worst PFF grades on the 2023 Buffalo Bills. Worst. Top top 10 worst. Top 10. PFF grades. Yep. So I'm going to go with – Coming in at number one well, – not number one, but my first guess is Connor McGovern. Uh, I just I, I know PFF the way they work is just so weird, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that I think he, he had a bad season. He is actually he was graded pretty well. Okay. I'm gonna go Mitch Morse. <clears throat> nope. Is there anybody on the offensive line? Yes. It's not Cybo, is it? Cyrus Torrance. It is? Coming in poor at number guy. nine at a fifty six. Ooh, like poor, poor a, guy. I feel like he had a decent season. He did, um but like he said, God, that last weird. game that last game killed him. Yeah. So. Um is there a wide receiver on that list? Yes. Is Gabe Davis on that list? No. Is Deontay? No. Is is it it's who I really Trent think it Shurfield. is? Is it is it it's Trent Shirtfield? Trent Shirtfield coming in at number Poor six guy. at a fifty-four point four. You got, got some D linemen on here, boys. Got some D linemen on there. Yep. Von Miller. Von Miller 
Three, 45.4. I'm going with Shaq Lawson. Fellas, it didn't. Shaq Lawson, number four. My bad. Vaughn was three. Shaq Lawson, four, 48.1. Didn't take me long to get the Vaughn Miller. <laughs> nope. Um, give me – is there is there more defensive linemen? Yes. Give me – For a safety, I'm going to go Micah Hyde. No. Damn. Give me, what about what about Greg Rousseau? No. Wasn't sure because of his back end of the season with pro football focus. There is a DN down here. Another D end. Can't be Damn, is it really? A... Is it really Kingsley? Nope, nope. The only other one on the team, boys. What? What are you looking at me for? What's the other defensive MVP coming in at number Leonard ten? F- Leonard really? Floyd at a fifty-six. He is horrendous in the run I, I game. That's why. Oh, fair enough. That's why That'll hurt you. you. So you got a tight two tight ends on here. Oh, that's probably pretty easy. Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox. Uh no, Dawson Knox coming Quentin in Morris. at five fifty three. Quentin Morris at seven at fifty four. Come on, poor Quentin Morris. You're I missing put number on one is a D lineman. Number two is a D lineman. Probably Daquan Jones. No, that's no, all you're missing. No, no. Daquan Jones is not number nope. one. Nope. No, there's no way he made too much of an impact when he was on the field. Another D, two D one, tackles. One and what? One oh, and Jordan two. Phillips. Jordan Phillips number one thirty five. Oh, terrible. And who's our and Tim Settle? Puna Ford? L- nope. Linval. Linval. 30, 38.8. We just had to run focus. through the whole. Pro football focus is yeah. just about pisses me off. It's, uh, yeah. I, these make sense to me just because I kind of understand how they work. So, Leonard Floyd simply because he. The run. It's the run. Um, Respect. Quentin Morris and Shirtfield, really, it's like they don't. They don't get the playing field. time. Yeah. Uh, and then Linval. Linval's Linval, yeah. man. He's just there for fun. So that was that was that was our John Pick not John Pickham John sure. trivia. I'm just gonna run through the best. Oh yeah, I run, did have the best. yeah I'm run through the best. Run through the best. Got one Allen, two Terrell Dotson, three Daquan Jones, four Greg Rousseau, five Christian Benford, six Diggs, seven Teron Johnson, eight AJ Epineza, nine Rasul Douglas, and ten Cam Lewis. This guy. Cam Lewis proving feet. Chris Rock. Whoa, 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 whoa. We had, me and him had an argument. I hate Cam Lewis. We had an argument on this podcast yeah, no, about I me saying Cam that he Cam might Lewis. get a crack I, at the safety like job him. next year. I Sorry, um, I, keep, I keep getting I mixed think, around. I think uh, – Talk about all these players. We, we, yeah, we do. We talk about players a lot. Um, I will say I'm a Cam Lewis supporter. Can't get there. He he, he almost got my ass kicked. But um, I think I think it's time, man. I think it's time to jump into my favorite segment – Who's the man? Who's the man? Who's starting us off this week? I get yelled at every time I do it, so. All right. Start us off, Chris. Big guy. I always I go second. Big dog. Who's the man? Josh Allen. Number one, drafted in the second round, 39th overall, 1983. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to know this. <laughs> <laughs> Drafted, drafted in the second round, 39th overall in the 1983 draft. Okay. <laughs> Played for three NFL teams in this order. Buffalo, Atlanta, Minnesota. Totaled 1,128 total tackles with the Bills, 38 and a half sacks and 11 interceptions. His nickname was Spider-Man or also Big Chief. He made the Pro Bowl two times, four Super Bowl appearances, first-team All-Pro in 1990 and first-team All-Pro in 1993. 
and he played for the Bills between 1983 and 1994. I know who this is, but I'm I'm like I had his name and it just dropped so, out of my head. So the I know exactly who it is, and it's like I can picture him. And there's a reason why I went with him, and I'll tell everybody can after. You, um, go through it again. Yeah, absolutely. Did they so discuss Morant? So if you end up getting it, just just. Yeah. We'll hold off. We'll go around the table. Do you know? Did they discuss who the player of the game is? Is that is that why you're saying it? No. Oh. Drafted in the second round of the 1983 NFL draft. I'm getting there. Played for three NFL teams: Buffalo, Atlanta, Minnesota. He totaled 1,128 total tackles, 38 and a half sacks, 11 interceptions. His nickname was Spider Man, or also you could have. He was also called Big I, Chief. I just, I'm so mad. He made the Pro Bowl I'm two times. I'm drawing a blank. As soon as you say it, I'm going to be mad that Four I forgot Four Super Bowl it. appearances. Yep. Obviously all with the Bills. Heart and soul of the defense. He, they was just, first, he was just awesome. Yep. First team all but pro I'm in 1990 like, and 1993. And he was never the – he's not the name. He's not Bruce Smith. It's not Cornelius Bennett. It's not it, – you know, it's – oh, jeez. What is his name? I'm, I'm, I'm right there with – it's a – is it oh – I can picture him. I can picture the guy right now in my head. Fucking position. 56? I, is that his number? Yeah. That's his number. God, I can f- remember the number, but I can't remember the name above the number. I almost gave that as a as as a hint. It's definitely, and I why I had it, and it just like. No, and I'll even tell you why they called him Spider Man, man, because he wore the Spider Man. Yeah, he had that. He had that type when that yep. spandex crap first mm-hmm. came out. He was the first guy to wear it. It's like right there. You guys, I think all three of you are going to be upset. Daryl Talley. Fifty-six, and that I know why he picked because he's going to be the guest tomorrow at your dealership. Yes, it is Tally. It's Tally. Fuck, dude! I got the notification. That's pretty cool. One Bills Live is going live from Northtown. Tell my one Bills, one Bills, <laughs> one Bills Live is going live at Northtown Toyota tomorrow, which Very is pretty cool. cool. They'll be at my dealership. Yeah, I, I helped them set Very up the cool. thing today, so Daryl Tally will be there tomorrow, which is pretty sweet. Fuck, man. The name. We're, the name was there. So can, we, just, so can we go there and watch yeah, you, the you show? Guys, you guys actually would be able to if you guys were able to. You'd you'd be. Are you off tomorrow? Yeah, but I got something at eleven. Damn. That's that's between it's, one it's and three o'clock. One and three o'clock. Northtown Toyota. Yeah, it's it's at my dealership, so they we're actually setting up seats so people can sit there and watch it, which is pretty cool. So I might have to pop by. Yeah, Daryl Taylor would be there. Chris Brown, Matty Glab. Steve Tasker won't be there, and I think it's because of. Uh, That's the reason I'm not going. I think Steve Tasker won't be there only because of the whole Northtown Western thing. Yep. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. Which my general manager seems to tell me that that's not why. I don't know. A hundred percent. It's gotta be. I don't know. There's, 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 there's. Every you, every time um. Chris Brown's at Northtown. It's always Tasker is always back at the regular recording studio. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Whatever. Know. Um, that's kind of God, that done ticked me off, man. So Daryl Talley. No, nobody. I feel bad. Nobody gets points. That's fine. That that's stupid. Maranto does. Maranto gets a point. <laughs> I couldn't. I, Are you guys ready? I'm ready. He's pissed off. Uh, drafted in the seventh round of the 2016 draft by the Pittsburgh Steelers. You already know it. No. Oh, Pittsburgh. I don't. I don't keep track of the Steelers draft, man. Um, he went to Temple. 125 total tackles, one pick, four pass deflections. 2016 to 2019, he was with the Steelers. 2020 to now, he's with the Bills. In 2020, he signed a two-year deal with the Bills. 
He's with the Bills right now. Yes. He's on the active 53 roster. Yes. And he was drafted by Pittsburgh in the seventh round. Of the 2016 NFL draft. Signed a two-year deal in 2020, and then they just kept re-signing him. Oh, bro. How many tackles? 125 total tackles. Dude's a bum. Yeah, I was going to say, the guy, the guy clearly One does. One pick, four pass deflections. Gotta be a corner, right? He's not a corner. Hawk, yeah, I got it. No. Come on. A hundred and what? something tackles. You, gotta, you just gotta give me a second, man. Let, let me, me think. Let, let me cook. Because if I say one more, I can't. I'll get I'll give it to you. Because you got you guys will pound the table as soon as I say his name. I got nothing. I got. Is this I got, another fucking practice squad player? He's not practice let me, squad player. Let me, let me break this down in my head. He's actually quite important to the team. Well, he clearly doesn't what, get on the stat tackles? No, he doesn't get on the stat sheet a lot. 125. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's got it. What? He's got uh, it. He's got it. My friend's got his towel. <laughs> All right, let me get a minute. Oh, you <laughs> can say that because I know. <laughs> That's funny. I did this player because he played wow. for the – It's Steelers week. I like that. I like it's that. Steel- That's a phenomenal pick. It's Steelers week. I'm lucky Play that st- I, I'm lucky that I got it. I'm lucky that I ended up getting that. My buddy's got his towel. He didn't. He did wash it. He's important. Yeah. I'm gonna try to spell w- his name. Would you say he's important to the team? Somewhat. Yeah, I guess. I think you're never you're never gonna think the way that, you're never gonna think about it the way that that you that you should to get there. Is my is my thing. Am I stuck on the tackles? Yeah. I mean, yes. I, I think you're saying he's important. The dude's a bum. Break it down by position. You he now kind of gave you a hint. It's not a corner, right? And then you look and, you're, and then you kind of go above that and you're like safeties and you go through our safeties and then you're like, okay, well, it's right. impossible for any of them to be. A yeah, safety. yeah. Then you then you think about well, it's probably not a defensive lineman, right? That's and where then, I got. That's where I'm at. One positional group. Yeah, and I got nothing. You're gonna I, you you're you're probably <clears> not. You're not gonna be mad at yourself, I don't think, but you're you're gonna be mad at him, I think. Why? Well, I'm trying to think, like, because <laughs> it's like I wouldn't have thought of this guy had, <laughs> had, had I not had I not broken it down in my head like that, where I go positional boom. group. Boom. No, no. Well, but I can put myself down no. for a point. Well, I was mostly gonna, I was I just like I said, I mostly did it because Steelers player, Johnny, Bills player. I was gonna go Levi Wallace, but you guys, as soon as I would have said undrafted out yeah, of Alabama, would have known that. Yeah. So I've been thinking about linebackers this whole time. Am I wrong? I just named all of them. To, to well, you're missing one. Did you name all of them? I, in my head, I did. You definitely are missing one. You're not, and you, and you know what? Because I just don't think he's that important. <laughs> I think he's making it more important than he has to be. Okay, to one. Now nah, you can't say what you're going to say because you're going to give it away. I know what number he wears, man. My friend has his towel. <laughs> My friend has his towel. What the fuck? Right now, Dylan's watching us. He's like, oh, I want to phone in so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How many linebackers do we have? Am I missing three of them? We got like five or six. You're missing. You're just. You're, he's not the most important player. Well, I obviously know that. I'm trying to think like Bernard, Dotson. Dog, dog. Fucking AJ Klein. Not a dog. Dorian Williams. We did I just AJ Klein? Not a dog. Yeah, we just signed him back. You're forgetting one. Yeah, I know. And I, uh, just let me know. Fucking, what's his face? Spectre. 
Not a dog. What am I missing? You, it, I think now you might be mad at yourself. I just named them all. No, you didn't. I don't know. All right, whatever, dude. Go ahead, Chris. Tyler Medikovich. Who the fuck is that guy? How does he know? Number 44, <laughs> special teams guru. He's got man. the big red beard and the big red hair and... That motherfucker is not important. He was first a off. <laughs> he's not. He's important to special teams. When the hell did he get a pick? He's a captain. Now the, last year oh, he was probably playing garbage time. He did get one with the Bills. Yeah. He has a pick with him. That is right. Garbage time. Yeah, you got you. You guys really fucking up with him. Wow, John, this might be your first week on the Bills of Hog Power without coming out with one point. It is what it is, man. Daryl Taylor. I'm, I'm gonna start. Come on, Daryl Taylor. This fucking person. I just went. Daryl Taylor was not. Was not too far fetched out there. No, he's not. No, I just couldn't remember his name. But I just wanted to do like, a special where I'm going to give you yours, yours the other week was harder than Daryl Talley. When you hit me with William? Who? Oh, William uh, Tolbert? William. No, yeah, Mike Tolbert. No, the, yeah. the, week before, the week before that when you got me with like all time sack leader or whatever. Oh, Showable. Yeah, you like, I think that one was a little bit more tough than Daryl Talley. Daryl Talley is, he's right, was the heart and soul of the Bills defense next to Bruce Smith. Get better, kid. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm sick of him pulling up with these <laughs> fucking practice squad bums. <laughs> Tyler Medikovich, Venice. Come on. All right, boys. Jackson State. Fifth round, 2018. Drafted by the Bills. Oh, okay, I got it. One career sack. Yep, I got it. Recently signed a contract extension, and he plays cornerback. Yep. Jackson State. Mm-hmm. 2018 of the what? Of what round? I don't fucking know. Fifth round? Fifth round. I like this. Yeah, Chris killed. Go through those again. Okay. Jackson State, fifth rounder by the Bills in 2018. He has one career sack. He recently signed a contract extension, and he plays cornerback. Good stat, brother, man. With the Bills? He signed a, co- a contract? Mm-hmm. Fifth round. Plays cornerback. Yeah, I'm. St- I, lo- I love this guy, man. Well, you can say it, cause Chris. Chris I, I already showed him my phone. I'm right. You love this He's guy. Double my score. I'm gonna go through all the corners like he went linebackers. Don't miss a bum like I did. Dane Jackson went to. This guy's a bum. Dane Jackson went to uh, Pittsburgh. Teron Johnson went to Weber State. Yep. Then got hit in the football, uh, hit in the head with the football in the combine. That's my corner. Hmm. You are gonna overthink it. I think. Did he just say he? Lo- <laughs> no, because Cam Lewis came from. Bu- Oh, Saran Neal. Yeah. There you go. I was like, all right, yeah. Bowser. Oh, there you go, buddy. Saran Neal. Jackson State. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I'm dead last in that. Yeah, I am dead last in that. No, you're not. No, I am. Oh. By one. Because I was thinking, because he just said he liked Cam Lewis, but Cam Lewis came from nope. um, UB. So. And, okay. 
my guy is also very important. Part of the reason, he part is. of the reason why, I, yeah, they, they they both play on the same core with each other, special teams core. <laughs> yeah. um, one is a lot. Kind of funny, like so. I used to play back when Fortnite was in its prime with Rock Thomas, who was the running back for Jackson State. Mm-hmm. And then that year they drafted Saran Neal out of Jackson State, and I remember me and him talking. He was like, "Oh, he's he's a dog." I was like, "He's drafted like the fifth round, man. He's gonna be Dookie <laughs> Cheeks." And I was wrong. And and then I met and then I was in Dick's at the Gallery Mall the one time and I turned around and he was getting ready to walk out and I was, and, it, and I knew it was him because he was wearing his rookie class shirt. And I was like, yeah, no, I gotta go get a picture with him and I did. Did you call him Dookie Buns too? Nope. I said, "Ayo, Bam Bam." <laughs> and now I love like when after a kickoff, I love when he runs into the end zone. He's the first guy getting the crowd into it. He's also the first guy down there every single time. Yeah. Pon punts, kickoffs. He can lay the boomstick, man. Mm-hmm. I love Bam Bam. I love him. Good one. Thanks, man. Good one, man. That's cool. Speaking of Bam Bam, got a big game where we might need to see Bam Bam this week, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Hopefully he's not coming out on punt unit too, a lot. Hopefully he's coming out. Uh, All right, you're saying he's going to be on the kickoff unit a lot? Yeah. Because we're going to be scoring a lot? Yep, and we're going to hear boom, Pittsburgh boom, blows boom, dick. Boom, 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 boom. Nice. Um... Yeah, all right, let's, I mean, let's, it's simple. Keys to the game. Um, I guess. Well, offense versus th- defense. Uh, I'm going to, I will go offense on our offensive side of things. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've said it every single week. This is a game where, okay, you know, it might be, phys- it's going to be physical. It's going to be physical at the line. And the good news for the Bills is obviously with TJ Watt being out, John's already alluded to the stat that I wanted to nail on the head there, one and 10 without him. And I, I don't think that's going to fare well for him here in Buffalo. I want James Cook to get the football. I mean, I, I, he, he's without a doubt next to Josh Allen. He's the, the best playmaker the Bills have right now. It's, it's continue to feed him the ball, whether that's in the pass game, which obviously the pass game is going to be tough with what we're hearing the conditions. But if there's any quarterback that can throw the ball in this in these conditions, he's our quarterback. Uh, so that that's that's good. But get him the football, man. Um, and and yeah, feed James Cook. That's that's my offensive. That's my one offensive thing is. Feed James Cook and let Josh be Josh. All right, I'm going with uh, pick on the Steelers secondary. The Steelers secondary hasn't lived up to the hype this year after drafting Joey Porter. Fraud. And signing Pat Pete. Um, the Steelers ranked in the bottom the Steelers ranked in the bottom half in the league in passing yards and yards per completion. If I'm Josh, that's absolute eye candy. Um he wants to get Cook involved. I'm banging the, ta- banging the table for uh, Diggs. Get Diggs involved. Lowest receiving yards total since playing 15 games in 2019, setting at a five-year low in yards per reception. He also hasn't crossed the goal line since week six against the Giants. It's offense right there for me. Uh, Minka. Minka's going to play, but he's banged up. Right. Yeah, his uh, knee? Uh, something like that. Pat Pete was actually taking snaps at safety, which is interesting because mm. he is cooked. He is, but last time Pat Pete came to Buffalo and played in a game. Man, that pick was yeah. given to when Josh. Was when he played against the Vikings, yeah, and, he, and he called him. game. Josh gave that to him. Yeah. I'd like to believe. I, I In my head, I'd like to believe Josh didn't give it to him, and Pat Pete just made a really good play because it makes me feel better about Josh. He did make a really good play. He did, and Josh Allen just tends to suck in overtime. It was in your end zone, too, wasn't <laughs> it? Oh, I was right there. I was right yeah. there. He was staring right at me. Josh stepped up and threw it, and me and my dad were both like, oh, all right, well, that's an interception. 
Because it just never was close when he let go of the ball. Like, yep. All right. Yep. All right. Yep. Oh, my God. I got a pass that Vikings fan that just wanted to whoop my ass a couple minutes ago. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, yeah, I'll just piggyback off you guys. I mean, just got to play complimentary football. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, I mean, the Steelers' D-line is still very good. It is. Yeah. Alex Highsmith is still Banged up, too. He is banged up. But when he's healthy, he's um, still one of the better edge rushers. He compliments him and TJ yeah. Watt compliment each other really well. You just can't play into the Steelers' defense. I mean, they want you to turn the ball over. I mean, just – what was I going to say? You know what's funny? It, I, literally, the only thing on offense I think we truly have to do is protect the ball because even if you score maybe – what, twice, maybe three times? I think that is more than enough to win this football game. Right. I agree. Um, sitting here, it's kind of funny because we played these guys in the preseason. I remember starting to watch this game at Ben's house. Like, I watched, like, the first two plays. And then for some reason, everybody came over to my dad's house after we finished it. And obviously, the Steelers did what they did. It's preseason. Who gives two shits, right? I just would have never thought that we'd be sitting here in the wild card round and be like a Bills and Steelers matchup. I especially wouldn't have thought that. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Ben was joking around me. He was like, oh, because at the time, the Bills were where they were. And he was like, oh, wouldn't it be kind of crazy if the Steelers and the Bills somehow met in the playoffs? I was like, dude, that's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. You guys aren't going to win your division. And it's looking like we're not going to win our division. It's virtually impossible for us to meet in the playoffs. And sure as shit, here we are, week one in Buffalo. I, I mean, that it, it just worked out a complete opposite way that I thought it was going to. Um, real quick, I'll just touch on the offense. I, I mean, the defensive side of things is get after Mason Rudolph. Like, it's quite simple to me. Mason Rudolph is not a starting quarterback in this NFL, in this National Football League right now, whether he thinks he is or isn't. I, I don't think he's that good. Um, get get You want to talk about getting, af- getting after somebody, getting them off their first read? I think get after a guy that's probably, I, I believe, making his first playoff start of his career. Uh, get after him, make him uncomfortable, uh, hit him a couple of times, sack the quarterback, get him off his first read. And I think this defense has a big day. I think the defensive line has a big day. I could see I could see Ed Oliver, Leonard Floyd definitely making differences in this game. And for the love of God, the only thing the Raven I mean the Steelers can even really try to do is run the football. Just be mindful of that. That they that they have Najee Harris and I think Najee Harris is a fraud, by the way. I mean Ben have had this argument. I think James Cook's a better running back than Najee Harris. Um but Jalen Warren, I actually can I'll put a little respect on the guy's name. Jalen Warren is a dog. And he's okay. He's better than Najee Harris, I think. A chain's probably ten times better than him. Fair enough, I like it. And we bottled bottled him up in the second half. Uh Steelers have beat so the last three weeks of the Steelers season, they played two of the worst defenses in the league in Seahawks and Bengals, and then beat the Ravens who rested their starters. So they want a three game winning streak. Yeah, that's cool. They look who they played. Now Rudolph gets to play our defense. Disrupt his timing. Make him uncomfortable. You you do that, he's done. Um, up until a few weeks ago, Najee Harris was having a disappointing season. Over the last three weeks, he has 312 rushing yards. He averages 24 carries per game and 4.3 yards a carry. Like you said, we contained A-Chan. Najee's a fraud. Just contain Najee and we'll have success. Yeah. Huh? Hey, you pretty much hit it right on the nose there. I mean, Mason Rudolph is it's Mason Rudolph. Yeah, if you take out – He's known to get – he got hit in the head with a helmet. Right. If you take out Deontay Johnson's 73-yard touchdown last game, yeah, he didn't do anything in the air. 
He didn't. He was not a threat in the air. He just doesn't really turn turn the ball over. That is actually something I am a little concerned about. If no no if we don't have Rasul, which it's it's trending that way. It is. Um, Dane Jackson sucks. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't like him. And George Pickens. Yeah, when Steelers give George Pickens a damn ball, which they have been doing these past four games. Why, that is why Mason Rudolph is your starter right now. That I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pretty worried about their receiving core. I, I would be worried about the receiving core too if they had a quarterback that I think could. I, I just don't think. Dude, he just set a Pittsburgh Steelers record. That's for not what. I don't know. What are you doing? yards or something? I don't know. I thought I Rudolph? saw that. I thought he threw like yeah. 182 yards last week or I something. Was, I don't know if it was last week. God, Big Ben must have sucked. What's about Rudolph? He's, just kidding. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. R-U-D-O-L-P-H. Ding, ding, ding. Rudolph. Can you... He set a record for Can maybe maybe completions season? percentage or something? I mean, I don't. I think the guy threw two incomplete passes last he week or something. He played the Ravens' depleted team. And I agree. They they didn't have anybody really playing. I'm not. I'm not the one making this making this argument. My last thing was uh, lastly, it's a home game. Let's get let's get to it. Bills Mafia. Uh, this is the third straight Steelers away game, and I have no doubt that we'll have the loudest fans out of all all three games. So those are all five of my keys to the games. Are you able to find that record, big guy? Yeah, my it wasn't a record. Um, it was an accomplishment. He, he's, yeah, he's had the best. I don't know three, three games in a row. Whatever, I, I don't know. Seven hundred nineteen yards and three, games. and three touchdowns. On uh, they're averaging twenty-seven points a game, which cut that in half. The Bills are not giving up twenty-seven to Pittsburgh. I, I no I, shot. I agree. I agree. What whether the weather whether the weather's bad or not. I don't see a way where the Bills can can fraud this up. I agree. Big thing, Kyle Allen by the fourth. Kyle oh, Allen by the midway that. fourth. I, I really – the Bills never – it's just like last year. It's just I'm just going to say it. The Bills were supposed to blow out the Dolphins. That's true. And this, I, I, I think we out. all know that this game has potential to being like 17-10. Yeah. Something like that. And I think the weather will play into it also being a little bit like that too. Yeah, so. like, there is there's potential for the Bills to blow them out, and we'll have Kyle Allen in in the fourth. But there's also a high potential that See, this is going to be super we've, close. We've we've barely so a couple of years ago, obviously when the Bills used to blow teams out, we'd we'd see like Mitch Trubisky come in and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, where we just really didn't see a lot of that. Like where it was like like there was still some time in the fourth quarter. Like other than like okay, what the last like minute or two of the game, like we've seen Kyle Allen. Uh, just the Miami My, game, just first the, yeah. Miami game. Yeah, it's like it was. He yeah. just needed so. Yeah, I just don't think this is the first game where Kyle Allen gets like a whole fourth quarter of playing football or ten minutes oh, or something four, like that. Whole fourth? No, 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 God, no. I meant like, oh, God, no. Maybe five minutes half? left. I, I still don't think so. He might turn around and hand the ball off. This, this stuff just happens too much to the Bills, where where the teams oh, the last, last yeah, couple they play of down. the game. So exactly my point. Uh, that's what I wanted to say, dude. Did it not feel like like the Bills played down to Miami? Miami had a terrible day. And it felt like the Bills were just trying to mirror them. I'm telling you, they, they play down all all week, every week. They do. I wanted to I bring hate that. It. That's up my cause... biggest pet peeve against the Bills. It's just so weird because you look at like the stats, time of possession. You look at yards, everything like that. And dude, we should have won that game by twenty. Well, right? we had four red zone trips, and we only scored one touchdown. Well, you only scored two offensive touchdowns. I mean, right? 
Amen. Hey, whatever. It's in the past, Amen. man. We won. All I know is Steelers this week. Hopefully, we're recording a podcast with the Bills in the playoffs next week. Hopefully, it's not the first one without the Bills playing. Like we said, that'll take a lot of adjusting. Um, but big, big game as always. Uh, you know, we're looking forward to it here at the Bills of Holic Pod, and looking forward to maybe hosting the Chiefs next week potentially. That would be that would be a hell of a week for this podcast. Oh. Um, looking forward to it. Looking forward to the game. You know, but you got to cherish these moments, man. Yeah, we weren't here. We weren't here most of our lives. We didn't. We didn't get these moments. So you gotta gotta cherish it. Well, I'm enjoy tired it. of it. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. It. Next. Travis, let's enjoy the tailgate this week. Let's enjoy the game. And as always, for me, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.